wonderful lassie and you, you lucky bastards are listening to, wouldn't you know it? And if you're listening, that means you really are a lucky bastard. You apparently won the genetic lottery and can't catch the green poison like 95% of the rest of humanity. Oh no, you had it good. You got to sit around eating bonbons, watching people you loved wither and die and get wrapped in hefty bags and dumped in a mass grave with no funeral or gravestone or nothing. Yeah, we got a golden ticket, didn't we? It's like the fucking 80s all over again. But what I want to know is this. The green poison. Where'd it come from? Some yuppie scum millennial helicopter mom refusing to give her kids a goddamn measles shot? I wish. I hate those morons. But this ain't measles. And that ain't the way the world works. And it ain't Ebola or Marburg. It didn't evolve in bat shit some monkey ate before some idiot ate the monkey. No. I'll tell you where it came from. It came from a lab. This is some designer shit, people. Somebody cooked this up on purpose. And, and maybe it got out by accident, or maybe they let it out on purpose. But either way, if you don't think the federal government is involved in some fucked up way or other, then A, you don't have my sources, and B, you've been comatose for the last 60 years. Because God knows there ain't no advantage for people who love power in a situation like this, right? <laughs> nah, never happened. Wake up, New York. Open your eyes. Think. You're back with Uncle Rick and Wouldn't You Know It podcast and pirate radio. Now, everybody knows about the JTF, right? The Joint Task Force. That's like the cops, the firefighters, EMTs, National Guard, reservists, doing what they can to keep some semblance of civic order. Things are totally falling to shit. Nothing but respect for those folks. I like the puppets say, those are the people in your neighborhood, they're us. But they ain't the only ones out there. You ever hear of a little thing called National Security Presidential Directive 51? No? You wouldn't have. Not the sort of thing they put on the front page of the post. No, Directive 51 is more your basic secret government takeover plan type deal to provide what the spooks refer to as continuity of government. Doesn't sound so scary, does it? Until you find out how it works, which is they got clandestine government agents embedded among us. And when Directive 51 goes out, those agents get activated. Our government has sleeper cells in our own goddamn country. NSA types who look and sound like you and me until their on switch gets flipped. And then what? They start rounding people up? Put them in camps, executing us? I don't know, but the thing is, nobody knows. I mean, martial law is undemocratic, but at least it's transparent. Who these people are, what they're up to, it's also top secret, if even the president probably doesn't know the details. Plausible deniability, folks. Plausible fucking deniability. Home of the free? My ass. Rick Velassi, constant listener, coming at you once again with Wouldn't You Know It. Hope folks are holding up okay in your neighborhood or containment zone or whatever the hell they're calling it this week. Only chance we got is if we all come together on this. 
help each other out. We're New Yorkers, that's what we do. Remember that. Because we're going to be tested. Bad enough some idiot thinks a time like this is nothing but a golden opportunity to steal shit. And I don't mean food or medicine, I'm talking about stuff they don't even use. I mean, who the fuck needs a goddamn flat screen right now? But it's about to get worse. Apparently, the screws in the jail on Rikers Island are either dead or they gave up and went home. Because word on the street is the doors are open, the inmates are loose, and they're pouring across the river into the city even as we speak. Now, don't misunderstand. I'm not saying everybody in there is an axe murderer. Most of them are waiting on trial for possession. Hell, even I spent a night or two in there in my youth. But look, the harmless ones are gonna head for home. It's the hard time, hardcore we gotta worry about. Those cats are gonna take some serious advantage of things. So stay safe out there, New York. Keep your doors locked. And if you see any of those Rikers people, steer clear of them. You hear me? Be smart. Be smart. New York, New York, you are listening to Rick Falassi and Wouldn't You Know It, the Tri-State Area's favorite pirate radio podcast. Probably its only pirate radio podcast. Now, we've talked about the JTF. The Joint Task Force is made up of city cops and first responders. They've made a pretty big difference in a lot of neighborhoods since this whole crazy mess got started. But just like food, water, sanity, and clean underwear, the JTF are a handy resource we just don't got enough of. And you know what they say. Nature abhors a vacuum. And my sources tell me somebody's trying to step into that breach. Somebody military. I'm talking PMC people private military company types who get sent into Manhattan to protect the rich folk stuff and found themselves trapped here with the rest of us. So, did they pitch in and play nice? Hell no. These last man battalion Ubatses and their CO, some knucklehead named Bliss, decided Manhattan died and made them king. And since they got guns and the tanks and their shiny uniforms, they're taking their nickel and dime fascist bullshit to the streets. Our streets. And if you're in their territory and don't play by their rules, you're screwed. And by the by, you listen to those loudspeaker trucks that loudmouth bliss keeps running up and down the streets? It's pretty clear he's thinking bigger than just Manhattan. So, if you see anybody in fatigues and Ninja Turtle gear, you let me know. We got a fire in the line, New York. You stay safe. Hey, New York, it's your Uncle Ricky. We need to talk. Because I'm afraid I'm starting to lose it. This shit I'm hearing, well, let's just say it sounds more like something out of an airport paperback than real life. And no, I cannot believe I just referred to our present state of post-biological terrorism apocalypse as real life. Okay. So, I have not yet been able to confirm this firsthand. But I have reports of groups of people in containment suits roaming the city with flamethrowers, burning any and all evidence of virus contamination. Properties, bodies, green poison's been there, they're lighting it up. Yeah, I hear all sorts of theories on who's responsible. Some say city workers like, I don't know, sanitation or something. I also heard government scientists like the DCD cleaning up its mess. 
these nut jobs are apparently covered head to toe in hazmat gear with homemade flamethrowers. Now, maybe it's fucking aliens at this point. I believe anything. <laughs> I know how it sounds. Like I've been saying, paranoia is the only sane response to the last few weeks. I'm trying to chase down something concrete, and when I do, you'll be the first to know about it. Just keep your eyes open, NYC. And remember, just because you're paranoid, don't mean they ain't out to get you. Good morning, New York. Or evening. I can't tell, and to be honest, I don't care. Could be 4 a.m. for all I know. What I do have is a little more info on that Directive 51 stuff. So... Remember I was talking about the sleeper agents embedded across America? All thanks to the ultra-classified Directive 51 signed by the President? Turns out some of them have already been activated and were secretly supervising the initial treatment operations. You remember that lovely cattle pen they sent sick people to? And nobody ever came out? Well, when the shit hit the fan in there, all the agencies bugged out. JTF, National Guard, everybody. And the sleeper agents? <laughs> Your guess is as good as mine. Now these people were what the director refers to as the first wave. Why'd they call them the first wave? Because they got a second wave embedded right behind them. That's right, New York. You thought the fun was over, but no. You get a whole new bunch of faceless government overlords to deal with. And the best part? is you don't even know who they are. They could be your neighbor, your co-worker, your cousin, your brother-in-law, your fucking grandmother for all I know. Hell, you could be one yourself and not even know it. That's how deep they're buried. All right. Mike, check. Hey, what's up, everybody? All right, so guys, welcome to Wouldn't You Know It, our very first, first episode. I'm Tom Cruise Mom Shoes, and I'm joined here by my slightly ragey co-host, Mr. Uh, Fate from Fiction. And I'm here with everyone's division dad, Tom Cruise Mom Shoes. <laughs> What's going on, bro? What's up, man? How you doing? I'm chilling, brother. All right, so um, since this is our first episode, and I need to... Uh, pull up this thing here. I want to go through a couple of housekeeping items. So we are streaming this live on Twitch, but it is kind of a talk show slash slash podcast. So Fate and I are basically going to be interacting with each other. So those of you that are here in stream, talk to the mods. The mods are going to kind of direct the questions to us. Uh, the the conversation is going to be split into different topics or segments, if you will. And after each one, we're going to open up for a couple of questions. And the mods are the ones that are going to be the ones giving us the questions that they feel are the most relevant or the ones that they think we should answer. So, um, yeah, let me get right into it, right? What is this podcast? What is this thing? Um, basically, Fate came to me with an idea. Um, we both listen to a lot of the podcasts in the community, and we think there's a lot of great ones out there from the Echo Cast to um bombshell jackets to sit rep radio um and they, they they focus a lot on the general community and and basically across the entire game of tom clancy's division and fate wanted to do a talk show 
that's specifically dealing with the dark zone, and that's right down my alley. So he asked me to to do it with him, and and here we are. Is that accurate, man? It's one hundred percent accurate. Tom is. Uh, anytime we're in the DZ, anytime we're in a fight, he's you yourself. You're the brains. Uh, he's the one that's like pull back, funnel. I'm the one that's like, fuck that. I'm running out, and I'm gonna shoot at forty seven players, <laughs> and there's nothing you can do about it. Right, right. Um, so he's he's definitely the brains of this operation. I'm just uh, the slightly ragey co-host. Good. So, um, yeah, we wanted to kind of talk about our experiences in the Dark Zone because we think it's one of the most iconic or probably the most iconic part of the game for us and probably for most people. Um, we know that there are some negative connotations with the Dark Zone and we kind of wanted to hash those out. Um, there are some important conversations that we wanted to have today. Uh, specifically, there was a state of the game. Um, and last week and this week's state of the game both mentioned that um, the developers were looking at Striker as a meta, right? And there's a, a running in place bug. We're not going to talk about that. They want to fix that shit, right? So, uh, uh, Fate and I want to talk about the, the, the current meta, uh, what we think the future meta might be if the adjustments are a little bit too harsh. And yeah, but first, I wanted to get some information from you, Fate. So, why don't you tell our listeners a little <laughs> bit about your Tom Clancy's A Division history? Um, I was an Xbox player before PlayStation. Uh, I didn't play The Division. I started out playing all the typical games. I played old-school PlayStation, you know. Um, I switched over to PlayStation when uh, The Division came out. So I started literally playing PlayStation 4 on March 8th, uh, 2016. Okay. Um, and I played beta, uh, closed and open, and I was... Level 30 in about a day and a half. I wasn't even 30. I think I was 14 going to the DZ, and I tried to shoot at everything. I died a lot. Um, a, a lot. Like, a lot. Um, and no other game, honestly, no other game has ever kept my attention or filled up so much of my time, made me extremely happy and extremely fucking mad. Uh, and no matter what I do, I can't get away from it. I've tried, and I've tried, so I've just fully given in to the division, and that's that's pretty much me, man. I, I'm I main PS4 division, and I live in the Dark Zone. Over 3,000 hours, and probably 2,800 of it's Dark Zone. I'm not saying that I'm this amazing DZ player. I'm average on good days, but uh, it's it's what I'm all about, and that's where I stay. Cool, man. Uh, so, yeah, a little bit about my um, history with the division. I, I started playing the game at, at its inception as well. Um, my, my, you know, fate makes fun of me. You make fun of me, dude, because... Uh, um, you say I don't remember the patches, like the different patches. Well, like <laughs> which... you, know, you thought you thought one point seven or something we were talking the other day was yeah. still hexo meta when you came yeah. back to PvP, yeah. bro. Like, come on, dude. Yeah. So I, I I I definitely get some of the the months mixed up. It's been two and a half years, bro. Come on, give me a break. Yeah, we're going on three. So, I, I get it. I like I didn't remember the other day that Firecrest used to have fucking reloads. Reload speed. speed. You know, so. Yeah, yeah. So I, I played the game from the beginning. Um, you know, I've 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 played the division throughout all the different, you know, uh, metas that it's had as far as PvP and PvE. Um, you know, I was there glitching up the ladder, shooting at the APC and Falcon Lost, like through the wall with everyone else, trying to get that one two forty piece of gear. I right? glitched out and did it behind the wall, like <laughs> way back behind the wall, and did it. And after like yeah. forty minutes, I was like, I give up. Let's yeah, just do it regularly. Yeah, yeah. So I mean, um, I was there in one point three during the the 
the Sentry meta, you know, the Sentry shotgun meta. And just so you guys are aware, uh, Fate and I are coming more from a console perspective. I do play on PC. Um, I don't PvP currently yeah, on PC. Yeah. Um, I did PvP in 1.4 and 1.5 in the Dark Zone on PC when I made the switch over from console. Uh, but now I kind of main uh, PvP on console, and, and I really just like to, to farm on, um, on PC. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I, I also have, you know, well over 3,000 hours in the game between the two platforms, and um, it's a game that I've enjoyed very much, and I've met a lot of people in the community, and um, yeah, I mean, I'm very passionate about the Dark Zone. I, I almost take it personal when I go through Reddit, and you see the hundreds and hundreds oh, of posts about people's <clears throat> negative Dark Zone experiences, and... and and they're real. Like, I'm not saying that they're made up. Um, but, like, I experience things very, very differently. So uh, that's kind of what I wanted to, uh, to talk about. So good. So now that you guys know who we are, uh, real quick, uh, GE Assault is the next global event, Assault. Um, there's going to be three masks available, right? The Pig, the Clown, and the Jason mask. I think those are the best three, to be honest. Also, three of the best gear sets to be featured in the global events, uh, Sentry, Striker, and Reclaimer. That's starting on Monday, July 30th. It's going for a week until August 6th. And, uh, yeah, they fixed the fast mover commendation. I honestly don't know what the fuck that is. Apparently, it's one of the commendations in the global event that's been, uh, that's been fixed. So. Yeah, it's like we're coming in here to drop knowledge, and you're like, I honestly don't know what the fuck that is. But to be fair, neither do I. Listen, I'm I'm not a commendation <laughs> hunter like uh, like Joseph or some of these other people in chat with five thousand plus commendation scores. I don't hunt those either because they don't go towards your commendation score. I'm only after that commendation score. Like, okay. So. All right. Good. So uh, I need to change the topic here real quick. So intros are over. We're gonna move into striker. So this is what I did, right? Uh, all right, how about we call Striker Adjustments? All right. Um, striker, what do you think about Striker? I think Striker's great. I think it's extremely strong for PvE, and I think it's exactly where it needs to be. Um, I would run that over anything else. Shield is fun. I have a lot of fun running Shield. But you don't get that same feeling, that run and gun, shred and move. like, And that's what I thrive on when I play. That's how I want to be. Maybe it's because I'm a spaz, but... I like it. I think it could use a bit of a rework. I don't think they need to kill it. I think it's good where it needs to be with ARs and SMGs. As somebody that uses Striker often, <clears throat> I don't think that they need to kill the healing rate. <clears throat> and if they do kill it, it needs to be based off stats. Like, I run six, roughly 6,800 firearms and 64 stam, and the healing rate is ass. If I fight a Pred with no immune box and I don't shoot first, I'm probably going to die unless I can medkit. Um... I do think it, that it needs to rework with shotguns. I'm not saying kill shotguns. I feel like you should be able to play the game with what weapons you want. I just think it should be a little bit more controlled. Okay. Good. So um, on that same topic, I have a list of potential <laughs> reworks, right? Okay. I scoured the interwebs, man. I went on Twitter. <laughs> <laughs> I went on Twitter. I went on the subreddit. Um, I was taking notes in people's streams. Uh, and I kind of made a short list. I didn't. I didn't have all of the recommended fixes. These are community member fixes, right? Like, you know, you throw this question out there. What do you think? What do you think about Striker? How would you fix it? 
Um, and the developers actually in State of the Game today stated that they kind of have an idea of what it is and that they're already doing some testing. So whatever they've decided, they're pretty much decided already, at least at least before testing. So yeah. but just for you know, for speculation, why don't we um talk a little bit about these different potential fixes? Let's um, get it. Right. So so the one the one that comes up most often is so regular striker for those of you that um are listening in and I should have had the <laughs> hey cap. I should have had the Sorry, uh, I can't. I've been trying, but he's not having it. I should have had the gear sets in front of me, but um regular striker, right? The four piece. If you're not running a classified, you get um one stack per shot, right? And then you lose two stacks for every shot you miss, correct? Yes, and then it goes the, away really fast. Right, super fast. Um, and then when they when they introduce classified striker, you get one, you get two stacks per shot, but you only lose one right. per hit. Right? right. So so in in theory, if they would have said okay, instead of hitting one, losing two for missing. We say hitting one and losing one wouldn't wouldn't that have been a one hundred percent buff over the regular striker? Like, why do you think they went? All right, let's let's skip the why do you think they went there? Do you think losing one stack instead of two stacks for missed shots would be a viable fix? Um, I think if they do that, what's the point of the six piece? Because you're running a four piece. Except for your heals, you get the right. you get the heal benefit, and then again, that's really not you get the increased healing. That's... Yeah, right. And you only lose one stack, though. You don't lose two. Right. It's still significantly um, stronger. It's it's strong, but I don't know. Go run four piece striker uh, against a six piece striker, and even if you play with the healer, if the other guy's decent, you're you're fucking dead, man. It's not. I mean, you have to be dead on, and I'm not. I'm a fucking potato. I miss my shots all the time. Okay. Um. But I just don't think – I think they, they made the sets to be strong. Uh, borderline OP, they said it themselves. They want you to feel godly, you know, uh, regardless of skill level. And I'm not saying that everybody that runs it hits all their shots and is great with strikers. Some people need to just put it down and pick up the cred because they can't hit their shots. Um, but I, I don't know. I feel like reverting it to a four-piece kind of kills the gear set for me. I mean, yeah, you've got the healing, but it's, it's more about the damage in my opinion because with the 7-6 six or 6-6, six, six, the healing rate on it isn't that much. My six-piece Nomad with, like, roughly 400k stam heals just as fast as a 6k striker. And I don't have to shoot any of them. So just to clarify, again, four-piece striker, you lose two stacks for missed shots. Yeah. Right now, on classified striker, you only lose... One. One. Right. Right? So, so... Okay, so you don't think that that's a viable fix? You're saying you want it to be one and one instead of uh, no, it'll uh, be two and one. Two and one. You still get two two stacks per bullet, but you only lose one. Right. So you're 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 just saying that you want the six piece to lose the same way the four piece does. Pretty much. Yep. I'm just that's what I'm saying. I don't think it's strong enough. I I think you'd just be reverting back to the four piece. The only benefit you would gain from the six piece would be the healing. And as far as meta goes, and this is just, again, we're talking about meta, right? So um, the healing for most strikers is not very good. I'm sorry, I I confused myself. So instead of losing one stack, you lose two, but you still gain two. 
So versus right. versus gaining versus gaining only one and then losing two on the regular striker. I'm sorry. So I'm you're still... saying two. You're saying two and two. Two and two. Yeah. That's fair. Honestly, that's fair. Because I thought you were. I, maybe I heard it wrong, but I thought you were. You were trying to cut. No, you were gaining you, in you, half and. You definitely heard. No, no. You, you definitely heard it right. I said it wrong. So okay. so basically, or oh, what about the opposite of that? Gaining one stack instead of um, instead of two. Still losing one. But you only gain one instead of two, so it's still it's still significantly stronger than the regular striker where you're losing two stacks. You I st think that would be fair. I think one and one's fair. Um, but I I I think one and one's fair. I just don't want to see them kill it and just have a six piece gear set where all you're re really getting is a little bit, a tiny bit of healing, and more stability. More stability, and again, you're not losing. You're losing stacks at half the rate than right. the regular set. Right, because the right. regular set you're losing two stacks, so you would only lose one. Right. So right. either way, two and two, one and one. I f I feel like that's a significant increase um, over the regular over the regular striker. Yeah. But you know that's just me. So um, reduced healing. What do you think about that? Keeping uh, damage, yeah. keeping damage the same, and adjusting adjust uh, well adjusting the healing right. Uh, back in the PTS, they did some tests on the healing. I don't know the exact right. math on them, um, right. but they reverted back to their original amounts that some people felt were a little bit too strong. They felt that it was in a good place. Oh, you mean during PTS they did that because they didn't keep it once they released the set. Correct. Um, are you, you're asking if I think it should revert back to that? No, I'm asking as a fix. So what I'm doing, Fade, is I'm going to list different fixes that community members have recommended. Right, I, right, I right. got these from random fucking places, Twitter, right, right. Reddit. So I'm just throwing these out there. These are the, the ones that people mention most often, right? Um, what do you think about adjusting, keeping damage the same, right? Again, adjusting healing. Adjusting the healing. Yeah, um, I think it's fair. It depends on how much they go. But again, I don't personally think... The healing on the 6K is, and the 6 and 6 is very strong. I, re I really don't. I really don't. Like I said, my Nomad will out-heal it. You can have 100 sacks with the 6K. I can have 9K firearms on my Nomad, and I will out-heal you standing still. Okay. I, I just I don't think it's that strong. I, the 9K is really strong. Mm -hmm. um, it's got a really good uh, return rate, especially if you run, you know, if you're smacking kids with, uh, <clears throat> uh, what is it, Predatory? Mm -hmm. Then like the ticks are huge, and it's really not the ticks; it's just the, the predatory on top of the stacks. But I don't think that the damage is out of line. I don't think that the healing's out of line. It's really strong for nine k, but I think you're losing a lot of damage. You know what I mean? Even with a hundred stacks, what is that? Roughly seven k firearms? Like, so so here here's my thought on it. Um, I've recently tried to run um, other sets, and we'll talk about these other sets later. Um, that do similar damage, um, right. and the loss of healing, which I'm used to, on striker is significant. Like it's it's super impactful to me. So okay. like I I notice I notice being on one bar, in cover, just finished some sort of combat, whether it's I'm shooting bots or something, and my healing just doesn't. Because I don't have stacks, right? Like, I don't have striker stacks. Right. It's, okay, so, it's significant. So, okay, true. So, but again, okay, so let's go back to the damage. So the damage with striker, right? 
even with like 8k firearms and like a good banshee build where you're hitting we were talking about this earlier, like 30 you're doing like 30k crits roughly mid 30s right um striker i've hit for like high 30s 40s with the full set of stacks so you're also not putting outputting the same amount of damage and it's not consistent because it's mostly burst or it's based off some kind of inconsistent stat like banshee you've got to get killed by a rogue to have your damage and it lasts so long you know what i mean so you don't think that's part of the reason why maybe your health's going down faster because you're not outputting as much damage too during a fight? No, 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 no. So what I'm referring to is, um, the, no, the, yeah, I get what you're saying. I, I feel you what you're saying, but I, I mean, like, do you think that maybe the damage isn't there too? That's why you're you're at no, low no, health. No, no, more? no, no, no. I'm talking more about um, when I'm at low health, when I'm at like right. one bar of health, I miss the healing. Like I notice right. that it's not there when you run striker. Um, pretty regularly in the dark zone and then you run something else you notice that the healing is not there unless you're running with a a, a healer and a that healer, yeah. and that's why i think that striker is i agree that it needs a rework um i think it's a little bit too strong and the reason i think that is because there's no other gear set in the game that gives you increased damage allows you to stack tankiness while at the same time giving you sustainability with healing. It's basically giving you the best of all the different worlds without losing anything. So, true, there's, there's no sacrifice. With Nomad, you have to build it, excuse me, you have to build it um, in a certain way that depends on your firearms and your weapon talents and your crit chance, crit damage, all that stuff. But you can take five random classified pieces and get the same damage with with those five random classified pieces that you would get out of nomad because you're not nomad doesn't have any damage no damage, no damage right. it just has sustainability <laughs> right um pred has no heat no no sustainability no sustainability what whatsoever it only has damage it has tankiness right it allows you to build at 9k um and still get like large amounts of damage uh with the bleed but no healing, no sustainability. But Striker's the only one that does that, right? Um, right. And I think that that's that's a that's a uh, in an RPG type of game. That's something that's really not fair. Like you shouldn't have a set that does everything. Um, I, okay, so but let me let's I, let's let me let me let me lead the conversation here to the next um, yeah. to the next uh, uh, potential fix. Um, right. How about tying the healing rate to firearms instead of stamina? So in order to so right now in order to increase your healing you have to take stats and 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 put them into stamina. How about switching that over to firearms and making it a firearm set and then then you get the healing if you put it into firearms. Uh what worries me about that is so say Okay, so say you've got 9k firearm strikers running around, and that's what you've got to spec into to get a decent heal out of it, right? Mm -hmm. You're already going to be squishy, plus I return healing on a really high firearms build that stacks damage as you hit your shots. And then you've got a reclaimer running around, or you've got a pulse healer running around with you, you know what I mean? It's constantly got your health up, plus that return from, from your striker. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> so I, I don't really like the, I don't like the flop. Um, I think that it would just be meta again but more teams would run with healers than they do now okay that's fair enough i agree with that um how about emp eliminates stacks completely now take the running in place bug out of it right let's I, say perfect world running in place is fixed uh status effects are not an issue 
EMP does not pause stacks, but it removes them completely. As a potential rework, again, that's what we're discussing. I 100% agree. I think if you EMP somebody, they should be gone. You lose them. So, but so, that being said, all anyone's going to do is run around four EMPs, and Striker won't really be viable. But I agree. I think I, I don't. I don't really get the whole pause on it, and I never really liked it. I think if you hit, hit somebody with something, it's over. I think if you hit them, hit them, their stacks are gone. Do, do you think that that would balance the set? And to counteract your statement, I disagree that people will run around with four EMPs. Because motherfuckers running around throwing nades anyways and giving people uh, firearms buffs, even though people are running final measure. So, okay, but the like, difference with the final measure is, though, Tom, people panic and they throw nades. It's, it's like, and I don't want to say lesser players. I don't want to say newer players. I don't want to get into that because that's not really how I feel. Sometimes I just get ragey and I go there. But I, I think it's just because I do it, too. I've seen you do it. Everybody does it. You'll hear me. We'll be in a hallway. I, I never do that. For, Tom, I, don't, I don't make mistakes. We'll be in a hallway for <laughs> and all we can do is throw nades at 12 people trying to rush us. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. And it's CC's season, and it's good crowd control. Um, so you, you're right, but um, I think if all you have to do to end Striker, the, the, the best damage output build that there is right now, I mean, obviously it's the best DPS build because it's meta, you know what I mean? But uh, I think that everyone will run an EMP. But, so, but, but this yeah. is kind of off topic, but I think that if they do that for EMP, they need to do the same thing with Pred. If you're EMP'd, you can't bleed. I, I just had to get that out, sorry. Okay, but right now, if you EMP someone, it pauses their stacks. Right. Um, I run around in a dark zone, and I would say maybe one out of every ten players EMPs me. Like, it's not that often. Um, and you would think that if I'm running Striker and I have stacks, like... The EMP now, it being a strong gear set, would be the counter. Right. And people just aren't using that counter. You think people just, just don't feel like it's enough of a counter? Or do you think you know removing the stacks really fixes the issue with the balancing? Or will people continue to run the build in its current iteration? I think, okay, you know what? Now that I'm thinking about it and now that I'm like actually hearing you instead of just replying, I think that you're right. The EMP is a good idea. <clears throat> But, um, and I don't think it'll be spammed as bad as I'm thinking. That's just my go-to. Like, oh, people are going to abuse it. You know what I mean? But, because even now, if you run a healer and somebody else with an EMP, you can shred strikers all day without wearing strikers. As soon as you get those stacks gone, they're only doing 6k damage. You know what I mean? What's 6,800 firearms, you know, on an, on an M4? 21, 21k? Like, it's nothing. Right. So, yeah, maybe, I think, yeah. I think, yeah, I got to backpedal and completely agree with that. EMP should wipe stacks. Gone. Okay, thanks for the follow, homie. Um, those of you just coming in again, uh, Fate and I are having a conversation about the current state of the dark zone. If we don't talk to chat, it's not that we don't want to talk to you guys. Um, it's We're going to take questions after this segment. Right now, we're going through different fixes that the community has recommended. I got all of these lists of fixes for Striker, for the Striker meta, off of Reddit, Twitter, different sources watching streams stuff like that um so we already went over adjusting the healing messing around with the number of stacks right emps firearms being uh re related to healing so now uh we're console players right what about uh did you just take a bump of cocaine on, on stream bro no it's <laughs> 
bro? That's what it looked like DM, to me. I had somebody DM me too, and I'm not even joking. I'll show it to you later. I had somebody DM me, and they're like, oh "Bro, if you're gonna do rails off your table, maybe you can your off." And I'm like, "I'm not doing coke, dude." That's hilarious. Anyways, um, all right, shotguns. Shotguns. What do yeah. you think? Uh, as far as a potential fix, so there's a couple of different fixes related to shotguns that I've read that people have told me about. Um, one being that shotguns will not strike or stack. Right. The, the other being that the stacks get cut in half. Right? So right now with um, one shot out of a shotgun that has eight pellets, you get 16 stacks. Cutting that down to eight, maybe. Uh, what do you think about those? Sorry, repeat that. You were like it was doing that breaking up thing earlier. Sorry. Oh, sorry. So shotguns. I said I've... There's two potential fixes that I've ran into the most. One being that shotguns do not give you striker stacks at all, right? right? The other being right. that the striker stacks get cut in half, right? So instead of 16 stacks for those eight pellets, you only get eight. So what does it stack for now? It's, it's 16, right? 16, um, yeah. If you hit with all the pellets, it's 16 stacks per shot. So technically with six shots... You can get to 100 stacks. I think, I think okay, shotguns should be allowed to stack, but I think they need to be cut. Do I think 8% is too high still? Yeah, I do. Uh, I think somewhere between 4 and 6 is a lot because each shotgun's not consistent, right? Like, is an M870 put out the same amount of pellets as the SASG and the Showstopper? I think they're all 8 pellets. They're all 8 pellets? I don't know. I think still that's too high. Um, for PVE, I think it's fine because you're fighting bots. Um, okay. I only do that when I'm grinding commendations or when I have to. So, I, but I think it's good. It's where it needs to be. But for PVE, it's too strong with shotguns. It's too much. 16 is way too much. I think 8 is too much. Uh, so, I think somewhere between 4 and 6, but so, that's me. So 25% of the stacks, basically, you're saying. So yeah, a quarter, for each shotgun a shot. Okay, so think about this. For, for, for one bullet out of your M4 or house or whatever, you get two stacks. Right. Right? Um, and you're saying you should only get four stacks with each shot out of a shotgun. If, if I would be cool with eight if they could cut range down. They need to make optimum range and all of that nonsense that comes along with shotguns um, go away. Okay. I'm sorry, but you should not be hitting me with a shotgun uh, with any build, especially striker, and banging stacks on me from a quarter of a mile away. Okay, fair enough. Um, I would, I would like to, I would like to see shotguns not work with striker at all. Um, hey, what about, what about the reverse? Say I lay into you and I get sixty stacks with my M4. Mm -hmm. Can I switch to my shotgun and not get stacks, but still have that damage? We're gonna talk about that. Okay. We're gonna talk about that. Um, it. What I think, no. Um, the one, the one, the one fix that I don't see a lot of people mentioning. This is one that I thought of. Um, I think I saw one other people mention it. Uh, one other person mention it. But uh, what about losing striker stacks if you switch weapons? I think that kind of kills it because a lot of people don't run shotgun. A lot of people run M4 SMG, and that makes you that forces you into you running either one or the other. You know what I mean? Almost all the time. Yeah, it um, does. And I want to be able to shoot you from range. I want to be able to play smart sometimes. I want to peek the corner and get 20 or 30 stacks on you, especially if there's three or four of you. 
then I want to push in and deadly responsive card counter with some damage, you know? Right, so you want to use the set the way that it is OP. I like the set the way it is. With, <laughs> oh, here we go. No, 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 no. I like Striker. I like the way it is. I think it's the most honest build minus Showstopper cheese. I, I do, minus SASG cheese. And a lot of people that run shotguns are going to say, no, it's not cheese, no, it's not cheese. It's like, bruh, all you kids that were professional pop shotters and that could constantly wreck people with SASGs that swore up and down, you didn't have an aim assist on, don't run SASGs anymore. So it's cheese. I'm sorry. You're cheese. It's cheese. Um, Wait, what did you say it was? It's it's cheese. Oh, up, bro. okay. Huge fucking cheese. All right. I didn't hear you the first 23 times you said it. Yeah. Um, I think weapon swapping would be uh, a viable fix. Um, you got to remember that that people on PC play very very differently than than console. Um, right. I don't think the reverse that you just said. You said uh, get sixty stacks with an M4 and then switch and then use your shotgun and and keep that damage. I don't think that you should be rewarded that way. I think that if you swap weapons. You should lose. You should lose your damage stacks, not your healing stacks, but your damage stacks. So you need to stack up with your other weapon if you want to switch. Uh, if you want to push with your deadly responsive card counter, then you need to get stacks up again. Um, that's. I think that would make it um, still very strong. Right. Um, you don't lose stacks if you reload. You know. Um, so you could still use the same weapon. Would that fix the meta on console more than it would on PC? Probably, right? Because people like to use the the shotgun and then switch um, to their ARs or their their SMGs. Um, on PC, people tend to use M4s, but they swap M4s a lot. I see people, I watch people PvP on PC, and they either use two M4s or they use an M4 in a house. Um, right. with Striker and and Striker, believe me, I watch these PC PVPers is way more prevalent on PC, um, I think than it is, believe it or not, on console. So, um, I don't know. I think that that's a good fix. Uh, losing stacks if you swap weapons. Uh, you mentioned another one. This one comes up a lot. Um, making separate PVE and PVP conditions. Yeah. Um. I love Striker for PvE. It's my favorite thing to run. Uh, I lo- it like it makes it makes Clear Sky a lot of fun. And yeah, you can do it with other builds. Um, some people do it with DPS Finer Measure, or some people do it with Old Striker. But six <clears throat> P Striker is my favorite thing to do Clear Sky with. It's my favorite thing to solo missions, especially if I want to speed run them. Um, again, I also run D three a lot for for PvE, but Striker's my my favorite thing to run. And if they kill that, <clears throat> it won't be it won't be the same. It just won't. Like, if they nerf the heals or nerf the damage, it won't be the same. It'll still be strong because Old Striker was strong. But I think if they could do it for Firecrest, that I'm that maybe hopefully they can do it for Striker 2. Like, I like the where it's at for PvE. I don't think it needs a nerf there. Okay. Um, there's two more fixes, and one of them is along this. It's not even on my list. But one of them that I heard spoken about was changing stability to depth. That was really loud, right? You heard that out my outside my window? A motorcycle. Yeah. Anyways, uh, changing stability to damage to elites, effectively making it a stronger PVE build, while nerfing it slightly for console players, especially those that benefit from the increased stability. And I'm one of those because I'm a fucking potato. Right. Um, and then people <clears throat> on PC again, they'll 
they'll have an easier time of it, but they'll have definitely have to pull down on that mouse a little bit harder, right? What do you think about that fix? That's that's funny you bring that up. I was in Marco's stream the other day, and he was talking about it. Somebody else brought that up in his stream uh, about getting rid of <clears throat> the stability. I can't remember why what the swap was for, if it was damage to elites or protection or what. But and he did it right there on screen, and he took it. He took the six piece off, or the five and six off, so he didn't have the stability and shot, and it was barely noticeable for uh, for for PC. But for console, it's gonna it would change the game quite a bit. For not for everybody, but for plenty of players. You know what I mean? Okay. Speaking of Marco, I was in Marco's stream as well, probably at another time, and yeah. he, and he suggested a fix to the developers. He said he told them that. Striker should do one stack to the body, two to the head. Effectively making it a skill-based set, right? Right. Um, what do you think about that? I, uh, I completely agree. Like I, and I've probably said this with you in chat before. I don't ever, I miss a lot, but I don't ever aim for the body. I don't try to shoot people in their belly button. I always aim for the head because if I do connect, they drop. And if they don't, then it's just practice uh, and me trying to get better. So I, I, I think that's a good idea. Okay. So out of those, so I mentioned, shit, man, we went through a, a long list of potential fixes. These all, like I said, just came from different community members. Um, you know, body one stack, head two stacks. We talked in the beginning about uh, instead of gaining two stacks and losing one, maybe gaining one and losing one or gaining two and losing two. Uh, we talked about adjusting healing. Uh, tying the healing rate to firearms instead of stamina. Uh, EMP, removing stacks instead of pausing them. Um, changes in the shotgun, especially for console, because you don't really see people running too many shotguns on PC, right? right. Um, making separate PvE, PvP conditions, and then losing stacks when you swap weapons. And we're going to open it up. Um, sorry, we're going to... I can hear that and chat can hear that. You can't hear that. Um, Let's go. Yeah, yeah. Thank you so much for that sub, homie. Um, we're going to open up uh, to chat with questions uh, on all of those. Which one do you think, Fate, is the most or a combination of these are the most viable? I'll just pick three. <clears throat> um, I'm going to say make separate PvE, PvP conditions. I want them to leave it alone for PvE. Mm -hmm. Um... I'm going to have to go with the EMP. <clears throat> and, uh, man, I, I, it's hard for me. And definitely a nerf to shotguns. I'm not going to say they don't stack at all, um, but at least four, you know? Four to six, at least a quarter. Four to six. If not, if, not, if they're going to keep it an eight, just kill it. Okay. So, so I, don't think that it, I don't think that changes the PC game at all, though, because they... Well, the EMP does. The EMP, the EMP yeah, would, do would remove the stats. Oh, you know what? Let me throw that in there, too. What you were saying about Marco, the uh, headshot two and the body shot one. I like that. I think that's a good idea. Okay. All right. Even if they were to keep shotguns the same right now. So you're saying... No, or, I need the shotguns to get kicked, too. A little, okay. At least a little bit. All right, at so you want, you want all of these all at the same time, basically. You just want, you just want them to take Striker and just, uh, just get rid of them. No, that's you, bro. What are you talking about? They're gonna they're gonna make it into the blind set. Striker's my favorite set, man. I mean, I, I don't I I'm I'm trying to be reasonable. I don't think it needs uh 
to be nerfed for healing or damage for ARs or SMGs. I think shotguns are the problem. I, that's what I think. But if on, I'm going to be console. realistic and on console, on console, okay. Um, I think that um, that on console shotguns need to be se- severely nerfed. Um, and I think there needs to be no potential for optimum range either. Um, but I would leave it the way it is, and just if I could pick, honestly, hands down, leave it the way it is and kick shotguns with no other fixes. That I would be happy with that, and maybe add the EMP in there. Okay, so EMP. Yeah. Okay, that's fair enough. I personally think that um, they should adjust the stacks. I think that would fix both console and PC PvP, effectively reducing the amount of healing and damage that you can do and and to sustain damage and sustainability that you can have simultaneously and making it more in line with some of the other strong sets that have already been adjusted like predator and nomad which are strong strong sets and the reason that they're not used as often is because striker is just so much more strong um i think if you adjust the stacks and just cut them in half remember regular striker you hit one bullet, you get a stack. You miss one, you lose two. Right. I think if you change that to, you know, and then classified, you hit one, you get two stacks. You miss a shot, you only lose one. Uh, right. I think if you switch that to hit one, lose one, um, it would make it more skill-based. It would help with the shotgun meta that's going on in the dark zone. Uh, you'll still have healing. Um, you'll still have sustainability, increased damage. You're just going to have to aim better. Um, yeah, I, you know, and then on top of that, EMP should definitely remove your, your stacks completely. So now my idea about strikers are, are, are my own as a whole for the community. Yes. I think it needs a rework because not everybody is going to be as good as a lot of these other people that are like, leave it alone, just kill the showstopper, you know? Um, but as a whole for our whole community, because we need to not forget that there are people in the DZ that aren't as good. There are people that aren't going to land their headshots. And I'm not the kind of guy that's like everyone deserves a trophy because I think you should work for what you get. But I want players in the DZ. I want other people in their fighting. And if Strikers 2 OP and only the best players can kill people, no one's going to be in there except for a few of us. And let's not forget patches where, and even right now, there's, they've picked back up, but how long was the DZ empty for to where you had to swap and swap and swap and swap and swap? Right, right. So. So, so this is my last opinion. We're going to open it up for questions before we move on to the next segment. Um, so mods, if you can at me and then mods, let me know which questions uh, I should be answering. Uh, Baby F. Nelson, welcome to the channel. That's what we're going to talk about next, man. So hold on to those thoughts, homie. We're going to talk about what we think is going to be the next meta. Um, yeah. But uh, if there's any questions in chat, let us know now, because then fate, me and Fate are going to move into the next um, topic here. I'm going to look at chat real quick. I'm not supposed to do this, because it's supposed to be a podcast. So people that are listening right now on the different podcast mediums, I'm sorry, I'm a, I'm a noob at this. Um, all of you guys, thank you for stopping by, by the way. Did we have any questions, uh, Joseph? Cal says, I think Striker needs its damage nerfing across the board and bring it in line with the other gear sets. If they don't adjust the damage and it still be the strongest set to use, all sets need to be brought down to a similar level of damage output. So, like, I have, I have a different...
point of view on that. Like, I feel like there's other sets that do just as much damage as Striker. The problem is the sustainability. That you can do damage while healing yourself. There's no other set that can do that. Um, you could run um, a ninja build with two Pred and two Banshee um, and do a shit ton of damage. But, you know, once you're down to one bar, um, you know, you're, you're not healing, you know. But with Striker, you get behind cover and you, 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 still, you still got some healing going on on your own. Um, but yeah, if there's no questions, we're going to move on to the next segment. Which is called, um, let's talk about Fate's Feet. Yo, next, Fate loves them feet, folks. Next, next, let's, let's call it Next DZ Meta. Let's go with that. All right, so um, real quick, since we didn't get any questions uh, in the last segment, if you want to throw in what you think is going to be the next meta, I saw a couple of these. Uh, Baby F. Nelson, somebody killed me with the Cassidy the other day, and I was really sad about it. Yo, I was there for that. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, he killed me with a Cassidy! I, I was happy for him, actually. Um, I was, ha I was happy for him. Lone Star, Lone Star Dual MP7s? I don't know about the Dual MP7, but I think Lone Star will be extremely viable, and I thought a lot, I think a lot of kids will go back to cheesing it. Also, 9K Firearms, Lone Star with a Showstopper hurts. It hurts. Okay. Uh, any other, any other potential thoughts? Uh, Beastly says, "What's up, Beastly? Alpha, hey Eve, hey Tack, what's up, guys? Alpha Banshee next meta. Alpha Banshee. Okay, weapon damage and out of uh, damage to targets out of cover. So not Pred Banshee. Four mans with Vig and Healer. Okay. Uh, I started my own talk show. Me and Fate have a talk show." It's called Wouldn't You Know It with Tom Cruise Mom Shoes, Faith from Fiction, and we just talk shit about Tactical Intern until he comes into the channel. And then yeah. we start then we act like we're talking about something else. Yeah. Oh shit, Tax here. <laughs> what up, Tack? Uh if someone kills me with Lone Star, I'd say GG. I that's what I felt, uh Beastly. Alright, let's move on then. So we had a couple of uh thoughts in chat, man. Uh I actually Put this down on this uh, outline of what I wanted to talk about because you had an interesting idea about what you thought um, the next meta was going to be if Striker gets adjusted to a point where it's completely on balance with other gear sets or maybe it gets nerfed a little bit too much. What do you think? Well, it's hard to say. There's a couple. I think five-piece alpha is going to be strong, and I think there's some ninjas that are going to be strong. Um, but honestly, Banshee, just Banshee in general, will be really, really popular. And, and I think Alpha, because I ran Alpha the other day against some not as skilled, but less skilled strikers. Maybe they were new to the set. I don't know. Um, and I eating him up 4v1s with five Banshee and uh, Barretts using a house. Five Banshee. Yeah. No, five Alpha. Sorry, uh, Barretts. Five Alpha. What, what were your stat? Um, what was your stat distribution? Uh, 7,800 and the rest in the same. I can't remember exactly. Um, like around five or so? Around eight, four. eight, four, eight, five, something like that. Okay, cool. In between there somewhere. And with uh, <clears throat> a fully optimized house, my base damage was 25, in between 25, 26. And then the, the five, the 5% uh, from Barrett's and the 5% from, <clears throat> from um, Booster 
it was destroying. It was destroying. Again, you got to hit your shots, but uh, you've also got to time it. You've also got to watch your skills, and you've got to time it hard. So, but uh, I think that Alpha, I think Banshee, and I think uh, a lot of people are going to run Pred. Go back to Pred Nomad. Okay. I think Pred and Nomad will grow again. That's what I think if they kill it. Good. So, um, yeah. Uh, so, so I think I think. Um depending on how much it gets adjusted first of all let me preface this by saying i think people underestimate the build diversity that's in the dz i mean we we're in the dz often um we run into a shit ton of strikers right but we also run into final measures and defense builds and reclaimers and we run into preds we run into nomads who somehow are running together but aren't on the same team so they can get the additional buffs. I mean, I don't know if you guys have run into that. People have been doing that recently. Like, there's a couple of nomads that are together, but they don't get their bonuses if they're on the same team, so they just kind of run the DZ together um, just so they can have those uh, additional bonuses. Um, I, I think that although Striker is the set that you run into the most, I think people underestimate how much build diversity there actually is. We we certainly run ourselves a lot of different builds, and we run into different builds. I mean, I just said somebody killed me with a fucking Cassidy. I don't know what <laughs> I don't know what he was running, but uh, oh, I about cried when you yeah. were like, "Yo, with the with a Cassidy?" Yeah, 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 yeah. I got I got I about cried, I got bodied with a with a Cassidy, but yeah, like people tapped him. Yeah, people people oh, are man. using all kinds of different builds. It's just like you run into striker more so with this adjustment if striker gets put online with the rest of the sets like cal mentioned and and make it make the damage output and maybe adjust the sustainability whatever they got to do to make it more balanced where it's similar to uh in value right to to pred and nomad and some of these other sets i think you're going to see a lot of different builds i think the meta quote unquote is not really going to be pushed in any specific direction people in the dark zone probably will be running banshee because that's the highest first of all banshee gives you a fucking ridiculous amount of damage um i don't know why people don't run banshee now um you know what i mean it just does a ridiculous amount of damage um and then the other side of that, right? If they were to buff like the reg, like exotics and high ends to fourteen oh one, Hexo would be right up in there in the mix um, with the damage and the different variety that you can have with the high ends. Um, but as far as future meta, I think ninja builds are going to be really strong. As far as people that want to deal damage, Banshee is going to be really strong, um, and the people who are less experienced. Are probably going to be running the pred the pred mark quite often because that that set is still really strong. I mean, I'm I'm sort of an experienced division player, and I still get caught out there with the bleed sometimes if I'm if I'm not timing things right. Um, and when there's two people running pred, even though there's a hard counter to it now with the immune box, a lot of times you're popping that immune box for the burst heal. And then people aren't really running like good amount of skill haste to get that immune box right back. So, um, but yeah, those are my thoughts. Anything to add real on quick. that? Yeah. Yeah, real quick, I was just gonna say, um, if Striker does die, 
right? If they nerf it to where it's not nearly as viable anymore, I think, and I think it's smart for players to do, get you a D3 set because the only thing that eats those things is strikers. I've been against, I've fought against Preds and Nomads by myself in a corner with them nade spamming me and they could not kill my shield. But I get two strikers to focus me even when I've got a whole team with me and my shield is gone. And that's at two and a half million. So just a heads up, if they do kill striker, make sure someone in your team is running a shield uh, and you will not die if you play smart. Okay. So you're saying not to run a shield. I'm saying run a shield. So, all right, just to clarify for chat, Fate is saying never run a shield. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Right. So never run a shield. Um, all right, so yeah, that was the, the whole future meta talk. Uh, I'm going to go to chat real quick. Um, Mr. So Real tagged me with the question, what do you think it'll take for Hunter's Faith to not be a joke in the DZ? Um, I don't think that Hunter's Faith... I don't think sniper sets that depend on aim are ever going to be really strong because you kind of have to be in cover for them. Um, unless you're good, unless you're a PC player. Unless you're, even, unless you're wits. Even as a PC player, right? Like, um, the reason Deadeye was so strong with MMRs at the time is because you were essentially able to scope in and body shot somebody with MMRs that had really high stability and accuracy, right? Right, And right. was doing ridiculous amounts of damage, but you didn't have to hit him in the head. Um, I got it, Joe. Yeah, you didn't have to hit him in the head. Um, you can hit him any, you can hit him in the fucking toe. And, right. uh, you know, it would do the same amount of damage. Hunter's right. Faith is a skill-based build that you probably need to be in cover nine times out of ten. Um, yeah, Carp and, and Fate, you, basically you got to be wids. Yeah, you got to be wids. Uh, maybe they make a sniper set called wids where you just <laughs> stay on the floor and then shoot and everyone dies. Everyone dies. Yeah, I mean, that's about it. Um, Hunter's Faith is, is, I haven't really played with it, um, since it was extremely fucked up in, what was that, like 1.3? Um, where you could just smash people with your SMG with it? <clears throat> but, uh, I don't know, I think a, a rework. Okay. I, I wouldn't know how, though, because I haven't used it, so. Uh, so Cal had a question in chat from Joseph, uh, thank you, Joe. Um, should we start separating build buffs between PvE and PvP? For example, should we keep Striker as is for pve however nerf the damage in pvp to bring it in line with damage output of other builds uh i completely agree that's what i was saying earlier i think maybe before you got in here um they did it with they did it with firecrest and i see a lot of guys that run underground with firecrest all day and it destroys but they get in the dz and it's not doing nearly the same damage so i think that's a good idea sentry is the same thing um but but cal's talking about straight up reducing the way the damage works um do you think striker does too much damage or do we think that i think it's the stacks cal that's me personally i think i think that it rewards people with bad aim um because you're only losing one stack um while gaining two so you're never really at a negative um with the again with the four piece striker you're gaining one for hitting a shot and then losing two, so it's punishing. It's extremely punishing um, to players that have potato aim, like me. Um, I think if you make it even, like one-to-one, -one, um, it should be, you know, you get one stack uh, instead of two, 
and then you lose one stack or gain two and lose two it should be even um that's what i think any other thoughts on that uh, maverick says what about exotic classy hybrids like shortbow firecrest final measure um 744 base stats that's what you lose between um a six piece classified and six non-classified pieces um and that's a significant amount of firearms or stamina that you're losing out that's essentially um three gear mods additional that you can have with classified striker so um do i think that they're strong as far as how much damage you can do um yeah but they're they're not comparable to some of the classified builds because they're just built too strong i don't know i think you you were and again we're talking about like hybrids and stuff right you're cut you're kind of cutting in and out on my end a little bit it's like it's kind of like bogged down sorry man no it's good um but you were touching on what she was saying about um what did i can you just repeat the last part i'm sorry um uh, sorry it's just like maverick maverick asked right um what we think about hybrid builds right and uh what their place would be in the future meta i'm assuming uh firecrest tack those sorts of builds just are we talking just skill builds or all in general uh i don't know uh uh what about exotic classy hybrids like shortbow firecrest final measure so she's just talking the hybrids in general okay yeah um i think that if they if they kill striker a bit if they even it out i think that they you'll see a huge rise in in hybrids like i said the only reason i couldn't compete with strikers when i didn't when i couldn't burst somebody with you know with like the barrett's perk and um my uh my booster shot is when they had a bunch of stacks so i think if they level that out i think you'll see a huge jump in ninja builds and hybrids and even hexo might find its place again i don't i don't think hexo is really really strong especially if you play with this uh, healer still you have to have a good healer but yeah i think they're viable just not against striker right now honestly like you can have an amazing build and be a good player but if you fight a good striker you're dead okay good so i wanted to move on to the next topic which was uh, the Division 2. Want to get into that? Yes, no, maybe so. Let's do it. Dark Zone in Div 2. Did I spell that right? So I asked you this question before, so I already know what your answer is. Um, what do you want? Uh, so Terry Spear, who's uh, one of the developers for Red Storm, uh, one of the studios that worked on um, the division and is working on Division Two, uh, a while ago on Twitter, he put like an open-ended question, and he said, "What was your favorite part of the Dark Zone experience?" And I was really in my dog. Sorry, Cap, I'm, come on. I'm, I'm like, why are you moaning at me? <laughs> That's my dog, bro. He's like sitting here snoring at me. Go, Cap. Come on um so so i was really interested in knowing why he used that that phrasing right the dark zone experience um but yeah it was kind of an open-ended question so so what do you what would you like to see the dark zone in division two be i like what we have now uh as far as how it works uh not 
Okay, let me rephrase. Not how it works, because sometimes it just doesn't work. Um, but we know that. I, I would like to see what we have now with 100% functionality, uh, with maybe just a change to skills, um, as far as turrets, as far as uh, just, just skill-based weapons in general. I don't know how else to put it. And I'm not saying killing players, use that, you pay for the game, play how you want. But I think what we have now, and just different sets, and no forced meta. Okay. You know what I mean? You told me not to snowball you. I'm going to snowball you. Bring it, dude. Bring all it right. Dude. All right. So so Fate off stream was like, don't surprise me. I'm just going to close my Discord chat. So he might end up closing his Discord chat now. Hold on. Let um, me pull Discord open so I can close it. <laughs> so I, right. I, I mentioned earlier, like, um, I'm not crazy active on the Division subreddit. Um, but I, I definitely go on there and I read through a lot of comments. Um and and I'm telling you, if you go to the subreddit, there's no shortage of people complaining about their experience in the dark zone and how they got griefed or ganked or jumped. Um and it's not always the normal like single player like I read one today where there was a single player who went into a server to farm, right? He was trying to do a little bit of cat and mouse. And then um, a team of four killed him. Um, but the team of four was not fighting against another team of four, which was also rogue. So not that they were multi-grouping, but they weren't fighting each other. Maybe they knew each other, whatever the case may be. But they were basically, both teams were killing um, solo players. So this whole podcast has a lot to do with the Dark Zone as in a general, um, in a general sense. and. The way I've always looked at the Dark Zone, although it is the most iconic part of this game, I feel like it's a fucked up social experiment that it that people, us as human beings, are proving people right of what they think about humanity, right? Um, when you go into a server and there's 24 players, in my experience, a lot of them are pretty... I don't want to use the word toxic because that gets thrown around a lot. But there's there's a lot of shit that shouldn't happen. And I know that you and myself, we're not like that, right? We go into the dark zone to PvP and have fun. Um, but if you keep the dark zone the way that it is, you can't avoid those experiences, those negative experiences for people. So how do you how do you counteract that? How do you stop the griefing? And just the negative experiences that people have. Like, it's okay to go in the dark zone and die. It's not okay to get killed by uh, two teams which are multi-grouping who then emote on your body and take a shit on your face, right? Like, that. that's the social experiment that I feel um, has kind of ruined the dark zone for a huge part of the player base. Okay, so... I was listening to Sit Rep the other day, and they were, it was an older one. Well, it was like the two, two, two ago. It was there one about the DZ? They were mainly focusing about the DZ, right? And mm -hmm. one of them mentioned a passive mode, and somebody in chat also brought that up, um, like they have in GTA. So a lot of people think that would help with the ganking and the toxicity and all of that. But I think if you give players a passive mode, they're just going to be dicks with it. Um, if I, can, if gonna, I can stop you, what is passive yeah. mode? Because I don't play Pass, GTA. Okay, so passive mode is like you get into the server in GTA. You can turn on passive mode. And there's a lot of things you can't really do. You can't shoot other players. Other players can't shoot you. 
it's basically like uh, you're safe. You know, you're out of bounds. But you're in the game, but you can't take damage or do damage to players. You can't run over some dude with a car in, in passive mode. You you're can't, in the same server? But you're in the same server. And now I think that will bring Tossa City up, especially with VoIP. Um, people following you around, talking trash, saying shit they shouldn't be. Um, but I don't, I don't. That's where I'm going, Maverick. I just was, uh, I'm reading chat. Sorry, I can't help it, Tom, but this, like, bugs me. Um, the DZ doesn't need a passive mode. The DZ is not a friendly place. The dark zone is exactly what the name states. It's the dark zone. It's the very crippling end of, like, day-to-day civilization, right? You don't go in there to make friends. Yeah, and I've made a lot of friends in there. But the whole idea isn't tea parties and fucking crumpets, man. It's the dark zone. It's savage. It's evil. It's bloody. It's dirty. And that was, that's been the draw to the game for me the whole time. Now, I'm sure that there's ways to go about it. Thanks for the snowball, because I'm not really sure, sure what to say here, but I'm going to say something anyway. I'm sure there's ways to go about it, but uh, I don't see a problem with it. There's matchmaking, and true, you get, match, you get ganked when you matchmake. But there's also 50 million other ways to get gear. If you go in the dark zone, you have to know that you're going to get ganked, that it's a possibility that you might get multi-grouped, that some kid might run cheese on you, that somebody might punish you to death for 45 minutes. Get into a checkpoint. Open that, push that pad on your, your PS4 controller or open your map how, on whatever platform you're on and change servers. You can change servers with the loot you have in your bag. If you stand there and you keep coming back out and you scream at somebody because a group of four players is ganking you repeatedly, that's your own fault. It takes 30 seconds to switch servers. Okay. Um, so here's what I think. Um... If the way the dark zone is structured now, I don't. First of all, I don't disagree with you. I think the dark zone is dark. Um, I'm more concerned about the division has a fucked up ass reputation. Let's put it that way. We're division players. This is the division community. If you're in my stream right now, you're a part of the division community. Otherwise, why the fuck are you here, right? Um, we know the game and love the game, but. This game has a really bad reputation, and a lot, some of it has to do with the condition that the game was in, different bugs and exploits and things like that, but a lot of it has to do with the Dark Zone. Um, again, if you go on the subreddit, you, you, will, um, you will read a lot about that reputation, and what I don't want to see is players in Division 2... Um, the larger player base, not even the loyal division fam, right? I'm talking about everybody else that looks at the division. Oh, that was that game that was broken when it came out. I, I don't want them to get pushed away from the dark zone because it's not changing, because it's the same experience. You know, they're going to come in and they're going to just get shit on, right? And then they're going to be like, fuck this game. It's the same as Division 1. It's fucked up. People are toxic. That game is stupid, right? So. Does passive mode fix it? I don't know, because I don't play GTA. Um, I don't know what passive mode is. What I think would fix the issue to a certain extent is in the, okay. begin in the beginning of the game, there was, there was loot locked behind the dark zone that was... Um, it basically forced players to go into the dark zone and grind and get to level 90 in order to get some of those high-level blueprints, right? Like, if you didn't do that, then you were left behind. So it, it gave people an incentive and almost forced people to deal with the bullshit, to find a way around the bullshit, right? So, like, if you don't want to get ganked, I want to get that fucking blueprint. I better get myself a team, 
where right now it just causes excuses. You know what I mean? Right. So, um, okay, so to touch on what you said about the content being locked, or not content, but gear and, and blueprints being locked on the DZ, I meant right now the way the DZ is right now. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't want loot to just get shitted out by rainbows and fairies and leprechauns, you know what I mean, like it is now. I think you should have to work for it, at least for a while at first. But I don't think that you should have to pick a particular mission. I don't want to go back to grinding Lexington 900 times, just like I know players don't want to go have to go into the DZ if they don't want to PvP uh, to get gear they want. Um, so if anything, I don't think it's a, the DZ that needs to re- rework with that or that needs to change. I think that needs to change overall in the way you get rewarded for gear in the Division 2. Okay, so you think it needs to be harder to grind loot? No, 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 no. I think, I think, okay, the way you get gear now, I think at first when the division comes out, I don't think everybody should have every set in three days. Um, yes. No. If but I can, if I can it. interrupt you, yeah. that was changed. All right. So loot drops were changed after one point four, and they were further adjusted later. Um, right. But remember that this game is almost three years into its life cycle. The right, ga- game was extremely punishing now. in the beginning as far as... Right. I mean, I don't know how many fucking times. I, I don't know if Michael was in here. He will tell you how many times we sat on a wall underneath the stairs in Falcon Lost in 1.3 with smart cover, scared to death that the shotgunners are going to fucking kill us just because <laughs> we need a fucking... A sen- because it was the only place you can get sentry, striker, and tactician, right? I think you're. I think you're. I think. I think I'm not putting my point across clearly. Go ahead. That's man. no. You're, I'm just telling you. That's the other end of the spectrum where loot right. is way too hard to fucking get. You know well, what I mean? And and yeah, it was. It was ridiculous. And like I was saying, I don't want to grind Lexington 900 times. I'm not kidding. I before I got my first Barretts at Lexington, I ran that mission 889 times. I counted. I kept the check sheet every time I did it. I checked it off 889 times. And then the fucking game, I get two back-to-back, and they're both electronics with skill power, bro. So I feel it. I feel it. But I don't think it needs to be you log in, and in three days, you're fully looted out with everything that the game has to offer. Mm-hmm. Well, all I'm trying to get across is that they don't need to lock content anywhere specifically. That RNG needs to be everywhere. Everywhere. RNG sees always all-powerful. You know what I mean? Okay, so... Um, that way you're not forcing people into the DZ. If those people don't want to go in there, fine. If they do want to go in there, fine. You know? I, I feel like it's the opposite. I feel like... I feel like in order to make the DZ, the DZ was crazy populated in the beginning of the game. Everyone was in there, no matter if you were a PvPer, a PvEer, because everybody wanted those blueprints that, that were locked behind right. level 90. So it gave people, like now, today, what incentive is there to go in the Dark Zone? Um, people are going in there now to clear landmarks because the shields are out, right? Faster um, loot, though, too. I think the RNG needs to say the same. It needs to be heavier in the dark zone, but I think you need to be able to get it everywhere. Okay. I don't think they need to lock gear behind anything. You should be able to get it anywhere, but yeah, make the highly populated open world uh, PvP VE area. Make it... Um, you have more of a chance. We were just in it the other day. We we were getting kick-ass a bunch of gear. We got them, what, 20-something, 30-something classified and exotic pieces? Yeah, like in and, 90 uh, minutes. <laughs> yeah. And how long would that have taken? How long would that have taken anywhere else? But you could still get everything we got in there in any other mission. You've just got to grind different for it. So I think that, yes, risk-reward. You go in the DZ, some kid might shoot you in the back and then clap on you. But you also might get a house to drop in a dead DZ, or you might be in a team. You might get a house and something else, and boom, you're gone. You're out. You just got that gun. 
in two hours that you grinded missions for three weeks, waited for your legendaries, you know, did everything and couldn't get it to drop. That's all I'm saying. So I don't so, want anybody to have to do something they don't want to or that they're not comfortable with to get what they want. But if you if you want a higher expectation, yeah, go in there where it's fucking dangerous, man. Get in the mud. And I've got to throw this out there too real quick. I'm not trying to drag, but for every PvP got PvE guy that went in there and got uh beat up and hated it, there was one sneaky kid that was scared out of his mind that shot that kid and had an adrenaline spike and smiled from ear to fucking ear while he was running his ass off, dude. So it goes both ways. Okay. Um, all right. So fate, fate seems to, uh, there's a lot of questions in chat and we're going to get to that in a second. Um, as far as dark zone and division two, like I said, my overall thinking is that something should drive people into the dark zone. What people don't realize is that all of you motherfuckers in my chat right now are all PVPers, right? You're all PVPers. 80 I mean, you're not really a PVP or bro. No, I'm a PVE or apparently. All I all I do is run Lexington. So, oh, I'm just joking. I'm so, just joking. So so eighty percent of the player base are PVEers, guys. Eighty percent. We are the we are the smallest part of the player base. And I feel like a lot of times we're like, well, this should be like this. Well, you know, I look at it from a business perspective. Like I'm gonna cater to the I'm getting 90%, right, Maverick? Whatever it is, it's a very, it's a pretty small percentage that well, actually... She's 90%. So. Uh, there's actually a small percentage that, that regularly PvP in the division, and most of the player base are people that PvE. They like the division, they like Warframe, they like Destiny. They're not PvPers. You know what I'm saying? So when you think about that in the larger scheme of the game, you have to give those PvEers an incentive to take the risk of them getting killed in an activity that they might not necessarily um, like, right? The Dark Zone ultimately is a PvE zone with PvP elements. It's not a PvP zone. Like, if you want only PvP, then there should it should not be the primary PvP place, right? It should be maybe like a skirmish and last stand and maybe two or three more game modes that they find some way to heavily populate those game modes, right? The Dark Zone should be populated by farmers and some bullies that are going to kill some of those farmers, and there should be incentive for those farmers to gang up together to fight against the bullies. Like, that's kind of what the Dark Zone, in theory, should be. Whereas well, they, they have that now. Which is what? Uh, manhunt rewards 20 people can fight four people in a server shoot one bullet hide behind cover and get a cash that you could possibly get an exotic possibly get a uh classified piece out of fair fair I enough built my whole i built my whole um that's fair what was it uh i built a whole set of uh nomad well four pieces five pieces of it from manhunt caches and two uh, from manhunt caches and from bounty caches uh so let me let me scroll up and read some questions uh, like a hero, I feel like PvP in most games can get like this, but honestly, I feel like VoIP is contributing factor. Absolutely. Um, people are toxic in VoIP. You think they should get rid of VoIP completely in Division 2? What do you think, can chat? You, can I step in on that? Yeah, of course. VoIP is a gateway um, for some really salty people to really mess with you. Um, I got DDoS, what was it, two weeks ago now? Um, and it was horrible. Um but I've also met some people through VoIP. You know what I mean? So, like, 
as scary and as toxic as it is, I, I think that it's great. I think they just need some kind of rework. Maybe if somebody's being over the line, personally attacking, saying shit that they really shouldn't be, um, there needs to be a report function through VoIP to either Ubisoft or PSN. Okay. Uh, I'm just reading some of these comments. Yeah, you're good. You're good. Uh, what are your thoughts on loot tables in the division? He's asking, uh, do you prefer random RNG? Uh, Beastly wants to snowflakes to stay out of the dark zone. Well, it's not winter. <laughs> it's, it's not winter time anymore, bro. It's summer. Yeah, it's so it's gonna be summertime. No so more. No be more snow. Rainflakes. Uh, yeah, or raindrops. No, I don't no, know what you're gonna call them. <laughs> raindrops. No more snowflakes. They're called raindrops. Um, I see someone farm in the DZ. I kill them and leave their stuff. Uh, I played Division the most when loot was a lot rarer as I had to play more to get more. Agree, and I can feel... Get a full gear set in days. I farmed my OG Sentry set for almost two months. Those are good and memorable days in my humble opinion. I, I agree. I agree. Um, I think loot is way too easy. And again, understanding that this game is close to three years in its life cycle, right? Um, loot needs to be rare. You need to work for it. But it also should not be driven by meta. Like, loot should be good enough that you can find certain loot that's serviceable. So, like, in 1.3, I always think about 1.3 as the defining patch where the division was broken. You could not do content unless you had specific loot, and you couldn't find specific loot unless you could do specific content. So it was this very small um, group of people that could really get the loot or do the content, right? So it's the chicken or the egg kind of thing, right? You couldn't do Falcon Lost without Sentry and Tacticians. You couldn't get Sentry and Tactician gear without doing Falcon Lost. So it was, oh gosh, it, yeah, it was one of those things where it was, it was, it was pretty challenging. Uh, it's a little bit too challenging, and I don't think the meta, even the PVE meta, should not depend on one specific set to be able to get through content. It should be challenging, um, but it, it shouldn't be like where I need to run a specific set. Uh, and you also shouldn't be able to get through it wearing six random pieces like you can now with a lot of incursions and legendaries. Um, so there needs to be some sort of balance there. I'm going to just can finish. We, yeah, go ahead. Can we just grab a couple of these questions really quick? Yeah, that's what I'm doing. I'm reading chat. Okay. Um, Joseph just, he tagged us on a couple. So. Okay, so Joseph uh, from Maverick. Do you guys think what a lot of people speculate will be true? Because of the new armor system that people might go into cover more? Or will the old bird still try the running gun? Uh, Fate? You you first, man. I want to see if I can't snowball you on something. Uh, they're going to get wrecked. As far as I, as far as I know. Um, the, from, again, uh, Fate was at E3. He got hands-on with the Division 2. I did not. I know Cal was there as well as a star player. Um... The way you use the new med kits, right? Armor plates, whatever they're called. You have to be in place. You can't be moving. And it takes a couple of seconds for them to pop. So I don't think you can insta-heal the way that you can now. So I think that's going to be a problem. Like, people are going to have to use cover more just because of that. Um, go ahead, Fate. Okay, so people are going to try to run and gun. People are going to try to stand up 1v1. People will try to figure it out because it's how they play. It's how they like to play um that's really up to the developers and how they build the game if they make it possible it will happen 100 percent. if it's too hard um it won't happen i mean there's no i don't really have an answer a solid answer uh neither does tom but from playing the game again i only played against npcs i know that i ran out against a purple at level 30 and i had i think i picked up a yellow weapon that dropped before the end of it 
and I got fucking destroyed. Um, I didn't die, but it ate me up. So, and again, that was uh, uh, against a bot that was just like bursting me. So, um, it just depends on how they build the game, you know? It just, I, I don't know. It's hard to answer, but I do know that <clears throat> healing seemed a whole lot different from just from the demo. All we had was medkits. I didn't have a heal skill. Uh, I didn't have a super, so I don't know. And I know that from what I've seen and some of the tweets that Terry put out, Terry Spears put out um, during E3, one of them specifically made me think that it's going to be a lot harder to play run and gun. As he said, watching lots of players load up and play the Division, something along those lines, the Division 2 demo, um, and then it was like every single one in cover. So I think maybe they'll try to push that vision a little bit harder, and if they do, we'll do like we always do. We'll adapt and we'll adjust and we'll go from there. Okay, we'll we'll talk about that um, because how much time have we got here? We've already got ninety minutes, bro. Episode one, this is crazy. GG, dude. We did a really shitty job at this podcast. Yeah, it's so it, it turned into a stream. <laughs> Yo, so so guys, before the podcast, me and Tom are like, okay, look, this is a podcast. Don't talk to chat. Let the mods handle that. And at every five seconds, I'm like, and that, somebody said. And then I'm like, fucking suck it up. And then I'm like, fuck it, Tom. I know I'm not supposed to talk to chat, but yeah, we might have to change this to a talk show instead of a podcast. It's a fucking talk show. What do you chat? What do you guys think? Talk show or podcast? Because I like interacting with you motherfuckers, man. It, it makes me happy. Yeah. Earlier when when Plain Old Turkey said I like that fate, I got a little smiley. I'm not gonna lie, it made me feel good about some dumb shit that I was saying. All right. So this uh let me go through some more. First of all, Rock for Life. Dude, I haven't fucking seen you in so long, man. Welcome back to the channel, my dude. It's very nice to see you. We're getting to him, Joseph. Um all right, so uh Maverick says VoIP ain't the problem. If someone is line crossing, I go into console and mute block problem solved. Okay. Uh, like a hero asks, what are your thoughts on loot tables in Division 2? I kind of already gave my thoughts on that. I kind of feel like, and Fate disagrees with me, I think that in order to to incentivize players that might want to avoid PvP conflict, to incentivize them to go into the dark zone, there's got to be something special in there for them to get. Otherwise, why why they're not going to want to go in there. I got to um, backpedal again. I think you're right. I, I think you're right to a point. I don't... I just, okay, my biggest thing is I don't want people to have to say, I only went in there for this, like, you know what I mean? Because then that's an excuse. Anyways, go ahead, sorry. Yeah, so I think his question was revolving around RNG. Um, I, again, I played the game when there was specific um, loot, not only gear sets. I played the game when um, Falcon Loss was Striker Sentry, uh, Striker Sentry Tactician, but I also played the game when they had different uh gear pieces at different incursions you remember that like yeah. clear sky was masks and holsters or some shit that's you know, knee that's pads and hard too yeah, like knee, this guy was not easy yeah knee pads and fucking uh chest <laughs> pieces were falcon lost like they they fucked around with the loot uh over the the life cycle of the division a lot i think the way it works now is best but there should be some there should be some special stuff in the dark zone, or there should be special stuff in some of the content that um, you know. I feel like almost like commendations, right? So you do you do certain commendations, you get a patch. You do certain activities, you get a mask. It doesn't have to give you power, but it needs to be desirable. You know what I mean? It could be it could be cosmetics. It, it could be some like something really desirable. It has to be something that drives people 
to do the content. Otherwise, they're just going to do whatever the fuck they want, right? Yeah, true. And that should be a thing, too. You should be able to play the game however you want, in whatever area you want, doing what you want. I'm not going to say... I'm not... And I've been that guy. I'm not going to lie. I've been that pissed off kid, guy, player, whatever you want to call me, agent, rogue, mana guy, whatever, that has been like, if you don't like the DZ, get the fuck out. But that's just me getting mad at everybody, tearing down something <laughs> that I generally or genuinely love. The Dark Zone is my favorite place. Right. And when it's dead, I will hop servers for 30 minutes until I find one. I'll right. drop group and go rogue on my friends and tell other people come if I have to. I don't care. But uh, right. I don't know, man. Speaking it, of, it, did you, need did you get to level 30 on PC yet? Uh, I can neither confirm nor deny that. that. Okay. Um, all right, let's move on. So, uh, strings. Speaking of the DZ, do you think the Rogue system should change in Division Two and make it like Rogue One Point Oh, but with some changes? And what should some of those changes be, or should it be closer to what we have now? And what should change, if anything? That's a fucking long ass question, bro. You're breaking up. I'm just gonna go up to that. It says, speaking of the Dark Zone, do you think the Rogue system should be like One Point Oh? Okay, so I'm a huge fan of the old rogue system, obviously, because I think it evened out the odds when you were fighting a whole server, and it killed a lot of problems that we face now. Getting focused by the same six turrets, getting hit by seven nades at the same time. It actually happened to me last night. I was full health with an overheal, and I got hit by like four nades, three nades and a shock nade, and I just fell and died and was crawling around. Or not crawling around because I was shocked, but you get the idea. Um, but... I think Rogue 2.0 with the right adjustments um, is solid. Okay. I, I think it's cool. And it's, it makes it more of a challenge, which is, makes it a lot more fun, honestly. So. Okay. I'm going to answer that question in a second. I just want to look real quick. Uh, thoughts, I think, once clans are introduced, a lot will change in PvP. The reward for PvP should be some special cosmetics, okay, that are only available for PvP. That's what I'm saying. Something special, right, Mr. Uh, Mr. Soul Real? Something. I'm sorting out a PS4 Fight Night community for people to arrange for befores. Uh, what do you think the new meta will be if they nerf Striker? Oh, we spoke about that. Um, Fate thinks it's going to be two Hunter's Faith, one Deadeye with a Relentless Backpack. Um, no, I, it wasn't Relentless. It wasn't Relentless. It was Reckless Chest and Inventive Backpack. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, we, we spoke about a lot of different ones, Houdan. Sorry if you missed that conversation. Um, I'll get to that in a second. Um, if you're still here, um, Tom Cruise, you can't move. It takes time and damage interrupts it. I, I don't know what that's referring to. Question for myself. What if a public event would be added that brings in agents together in a DZ instead of pushing them apart like contamination zones, but instead adding special bosses that wipe the whole servers if they don't group up? That's interesting. What do you think, Fate? Your brain, it's, it's still doing that, like, gurgly stuff, dude. I'm missing, like, half of what you're saying. Uh, Joseph is asking about public events in the Dark Zone. About changes to them? The state that they are now? Public events. Um, that, I found it, I found it. Yeah, that push people together. Are you not hearing me in Dark Zone? Hey, like a hero, no doubt, man. Welcome, by the way. Nice to meet you, man. I've watched your stream before, man. Okay, so a question for myself, what if public event would be out of the brings the agents together and easy instead of pushing them apart? Like, I 100% agree. I'm going to pull the Destiny uh, page out of this one. Um, so their public events, they, they bring you together. They bring you to certain areas and other random people are in there. I, I like that. And uh, 
I like the idea of maybe having to even fight over them. Like, whoever gets to the boss first, whoever finishes gets him, you know? And that will also add PvE. That'll bring more PvE to the Dark Zone. So say, say in DZ2 right now, there's a supply drop. You don't know what's going to be in it. There's a high chance of it to be an exotic or a high chance of it, a higher chance of it to be uh, classified <clears throat> or a certain weapon type, whatever, you know? Um, and you drop it and whoever finishes the boss or the mob or the whole group of, of the NPCs together first gets that drop. And once they pick it up, but there's got to be a set amount of time too. So say you've got 30 seconds for somebody in your team to pick that up before it's gone. You pick that up. Um, and then the other agents there can just go at you for it. You know, if you die and it drops, it drops. Okay. So, so Cal was saying that was referring to plates in division two. Let me give you my thoughts, Joseph. Um, first of all, if you guys don't know Joseph AUS, um, be happy that you don't know him. Um, so, so (laughs) he asked a (laughs) he asked a question, public events. I don't really have a strong opinion on that. I didn't really play destiny too much. So when we did the public events in Destiny, they felt kind of bland, to be honest. They, were, they weren't challenging. Um, I don't know. And I just kind of picture, picture public events as, like you said, everybody comes together. Yo, if it was something like Hunter AI that came out. Exactly. That shit would be yeah. dope. Yeah, that would be kind of dope. Like some sort of Hunter AI, um, you know, whatever uh, the, the new faction is. Uh, the 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 sons of the sun or whatever they are sons of the joseph AUS. the jo- sons of joseph if they they come out with some <laughs> some hunter type ai that the entire you know server needs to get together and kill because the whole dark zone is contaminated you know like contaminated events and yeah. that 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 toxicity doesn't go away until people group up and like kill those crazy hard ais um that shit would be pretty dope that would be that would be awesome. And then people that are PvEers would deal with the PvP just to wait for those like public events to happen. They would be so, up, they would be in the dark zone. So are you saying maybe like you've got to work together? Yeah. Like, it, it forced everybody that's actually a good idea, but I still think at the end you should be able to go rogue and take the You should be able to kill them and then clap on their body, like you know. <laughs> I just mean don't kill the PvP aspect of it. Is you all need I'm to do saying. the laughing emote. Oh my god, toxic Tom, dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Toxic I hold up the Tom. sign now because I just got that emote. I just hold the sign on kids. Like... <laughs> all right, let me scroll down here. Um, DZ was always full, and the DZ was the place to get high quantity of gear. It didn't have to be special gear for me, as that locks it behind the DZ. However, it was the place to get lots of gear quickly. Then it. Drive people back in, in my humble opinion. If you don't want lots of loot quickly, then do underground survival, light zone, etc. Okay. Agreed. Uh, that was referring to plates. Yeah, I got that, Cal. I'm sorry, man. I'm, I'm slow. Classified Envy. That would be very awesome for real, bro. Right? Public events. That was Joseph. Uh, one of Joseph's ideas. Guys, I- I'm not reading chat unless people are tagging me or unless the mods are tagging me. Because this is supposed to be a podcast. And we're doing a shitty job at being podcasters here. I think, dude, I think the people want to fucking, let's call it a streamcast, dude. Streamcast? Streamcast (laughs) it is. Welcome to episode one of Wouldn't You Know It, Streamcast, with Fate from Featchen and Tom Cruise Dad Shoes. Tom Tom Cruise Prom Shoes. All right, kindly tag any mod in chat for questions. Yeah, guys, we've been on for an hour and 40 minutes uh, we shit. I know this shit is going so fast. 
Um, the last. Oh, I want to show you guys something. Hold on. Oh God. Uh, so show show them show them your shirt first. So Tom Cruise made a shirt. I I he he posted like this is just his face blown up. And what I did is I clipped it, like you know I, I cropped it, and then I, anytime he would say some shit or come in and tell us to chill in Discord or we'd be kind of out of line or ragey on each other or just talking too much shit. And he would be like, yo, come, he'd come in and be like, yo, shut up just for fun. I would, I would post that in discord and now it's on a shirt and I'm fucking wearing it. So Tom thought it would be funny yeah, uh, to get me back for that. And I think he's going to show you what that is. Yeah. So I basically, um, hold on here. Yeah. I, I created this shirt here. How come I can't move this over? Oh, here it is. I don't know. Uh, so yeah, I don't know if you guys can Maybe see. Maybe you need to get your aim up, bro. Yeah, I don't know if you guys can see. This is uh, my new Fate from Feet chin shirt. Um... <laughs> oh my god, I gotta blow this up a little bit. <laughs> That's fucking ridiculous, dude. And that, okay, I'm not mad though, because that makes me look a lot more attractive than I actually am. Like, you see me now, right now, my face? Then you see that shirt, and you're like, who is that stud? And then you see me, and it's me, and they're like, oh, never mind, I don't want that garbage. Yeah, so this is Fate's face that I had from an old photo that I pulled off Twitter at one point that I used to superimpose onto people. Um, but yeah, so that's, I ordered that shirt. I was hoping that it would be here for the, um, for the podcast today, but unfortunately it's, it's not. Um, as an incentive, why not give weapons like you got when you complete the special mission? Uh, so are you talking about in the dark zone? First of all, Houdan, thanks for stopping in. We're going to address your question because we're kind of going to digress because we talked about the future meta, but I'll, I'll answer that real quick for you. Um, if anybody has any questions in chat, we're going to be on for, I would say, another 15 minutes. Um, we're just going to open it up to whatever questions you guys want to just talk shit. Um, just change this kind of into an IRL type of uh, uh, stream at this moment. I'm um, going to AFK on you for like one minute. So yeah, I yeah, sure. So we, we spoke a lot. A lot of different DZ stuff, and I appreciate you guys hanging out and giving your thoughts. So, Houdan, um, yeah, weapons, uh, sp special weapons would be fine. Um, listen, PVEers like loot, right? That's why they're PVEers. Give them some sort of loot to grind for in the dark zone, something specific. Um, and, you know, it, it, it might incentivize them to go in the dark zone and populate the dark zone, like, uh, like Cal was saying. So, Houdan, um, future metas, I said solos, without a doubt, is going to be nomads. No question. If, if Striker gets nerfed beyond, uh, beyond the balance, right? Because this game kind of has a history of um, this is the line, and then you have Striker that's here, and then it's going to get nerfed. Now it's going to be here. So whatever's here at this line is going to be run until that gets nerfed. It's the cycle. Hopefully it'll be balanced. Um, but yeah, I think Pred is going to be strong. As far as damage dealing builds, we spoke about Banshee, especially in the Dark Zone. <clears throat> All right. Sadian Soul Strikers Kappa, but I'm down for a change. It's about time. Yeah. Classified MV, thank you for the follow. By the way, guys, we're going to be doing this once a week. We're going to alternate streams. So, um, uh, Fate from Fiction will be hosting next week. And the same way that I'm leading the conversation... He'll be hosting next week and leading the conversation, and I'll be kind of chilling back and, and, and letting him snowball me with questions. So, <laughs> Tom um, does his homework way too fucking much. I couldn't snowball him if I tried, dude. It's like he's, he knows what I'm going to come at him with. So. Lone Star and TAC. Yeah, people, people talked about... I don't know about TAC. Tactician is a really shitty build right now. I'll be honest with you. 
It's I one, don't like the six piece at all. It's so bad. Tactic, five pieces. Tech five pieces strong. Yeah. Six pieces so bad. It's it's so bad. What? Why'd you time out? Oh, why did you time Mav out, bro? <laughs> Is he just fucking trolling? Oh my god. Can I time Joseph out? Does that work? Yeah, we need to time Joseph out. Yeah, same day and time. We're gonna try to do these on Thursday, seven p.m. Eastern. Um, five piece alpha with Savage. Yeah, uh, like a hero. That was Fate's thought. Five piece alpha with Barrett's. He thought. I thought I like the Savage because I, I spec into crit with SMG, so I don't yeah. see the point. I'm already max. I think he plays PC. Uh, okay, that could be a bit different. Yeah, they 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 definitely. You know, I play on PC and um uh console, so. I see that they're two completely different games. Um, I don't think people realize how different PC is from console. Sticky Bomb mm -hmm. will be the net, the meta. I'm having fun on PC. I need to hurry up and get to 30. I honestly, before we started this, I got on after the fucking PC beast god CalStream saved my life and made my PC Yo, run smooth. You want to talk a little bit about that? I do, actually. I, I really do. I just didn't know what direction we were going in, so I was going to add him on Twitter. I'll still do that. He can't tell me what to do. I'm a grown-ass man. I'll do it anyway. Um, but uh, did you just watch too too much porn, or and he just got uh, cleaned it, it up was. for it was you? Picks, it was random picks of feet, is oh, what it was. Okay, too many feet um, picks. No, so so I don't know. We don't know what it was. There was a couple of things running that didn't need to be running. There was one that was taking you know a lot of uh, space or constantly running, and he killed some of those. I'm not smart enough or knowledgeable enough to go into it, but uh, I couldn't really play PC division on anything besides low. And I could barely play it on that at the time. It would stutter really bad. It would be super framey. It would just freeze. Cal spent, and I've never met Cal in real life. We've seen each other in a couple of streams. Um, that's about as far as it's gone and maybe here and there on Twitter. Um, and Tom retweeted something I said about needing help. Cal jumped right into it. He stayed on me about it, even though my work schedule was asked and he kept offering help. I took it and, he fucking fixed whatever it was. I mean, at least for now, it's amazing. I got in there and I, I tried horribly and failed to do some side missions because uh, I have shit gear because I'm only 28. Um, but it was I played on fucking high, Tom, and it was smooth, dude. On high, so on high, gonna, it was smooth. We're gonna be streaming PC division soon, bro. Oh fuck no, I'm a console main, dude. Uh, maybe so. division two. I'm gonna do. I'm gonna stream the survival tournament with bicycle and splinter shield and all those guys that are gonna do that. But uh, that's just because that's part of, like, the requirement. You know what I mean? You need to either stream it or provide proof of how you want to make sure you're not cheesing, I guess. But uh, so you big ups to so Cal you, streams. So you can't use your Cronus, then? Oh, yeah, my Cronus on PC? Yeah, that makes sense. Why, so I can plug in my special Nacon controller, bro? Like, <laughs> anyways. Now, speaking of uh, Nacon, my Nacon doesn't... Let me get back to it. Hold on. Let me sorry. get back to it real quick. Right, sorry, Cal sorry. Streams, thank you so much, man. I appreciate you. That was fucking huge. I know you're a busy guy. I know you got kids. I know you got life. I know you got stream stuff going on. Um, you probably got a million people breathing down your neck about a million different things. And the fact that you took time to help a total stranger just be able to play something on another platform is fucking huge for me. And if you guys haven't, can we get uh, checked him out? Can we get a shout out and chat for him? Somebody go check out Cal Streams. Everybody go check out Cal Streams. Drop him a follow. Send him nudes. Um, if you take pictures of your feet, send those to me. And uh, Cal, again, thank you, man. I don't know how else to say it. Good. Um, so really quickly, we skipped over strings because it was going to be a longer conversation. But if you had to answer his question in, let's say, three sentences, right? Um, Rogue 2.0. And oh, I think you answered that already, right? 
I'm the one that has I'm the one that hasn't answered. I'm shit. Sorry. Yeah, how do you feel about Rogue 2.0? So this what do I what like. do I feel? I feel like Rogue 1.0 was um it was too punishing towards non-rogues, right? Because people would body Bro. block and are you already disagreeing with me? Never mind, it's your turn, bro. I'm sorry. Yeah, shut it's up. Your turn. I feel like Rogue. I feel like Rogue, oh, Rogue 1.0 was too punishing versus non-rogues. Um, they would body block, make everybody go. Uh, 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 you know, ac- accidental. Remember that accidental rogue. That's the thing of the past. And then people that couldn't. <laughs> pe- yeah, people that couldn't kill the more experienced players with the higher timers. They would be like, "Fuck it, I'm gonna kill this guy with 18 seconds," you know. Um, so I, I just, I just kind of feel like uh, uh, Rogue 2.0 swung the balance in the other direction way too hard. Where now you have entire servers essentially multi-grouping against one group of of that's trying to go rogue. Um, and there are exceptions to that because we run into servers all the time where everybody's going rogue. Um, those get a little bit crazy. Um, it it's it's i feel like the division dark zone and this also ties into division 2 it needs to be more tactical um 4v4s in the dz even 4v8s are super tactical you're moving you have specific build composition your um you're funneling people through certain areas alleyways choke points um, and it's satisfying when you get that manhunt off, but the way that it is now, you just get overrun. Um, I think friendly fire, um, you know how the GE works, Fate? You know, like when you're shooting and there's a bar that fills up and if you hit that bar, you get shocked. Right. Like friendly fire should work that way. Like, okay. So here's the problem with that. Um, okay. Well, okay. Finish and tell me how you think the bars, how you would like the bar to work. No, like accidental used to work. Like you can go rogue really easily. Like it should yeah, be like more. Yeah, you, it should be more challenging. Like you, you have to like literally recklessly shoot your entire magazine into someone's back um, without pulling away. Um, right. and, and that's the one thing that people can do is like they could just shoot recklessly, um, like with with no. You know they don't they don't have to pull shots they don't have to do anything they can shoot entire magazines around other players and there's no punishment for that um so i think that would kind of help um i think that's a good idea i also mm-hmm. think that for nades like if you are not rogue but there needs to this is the problem this is why it's going to be so hard and it might just bring more more bugs and glitches because if if there's six people throwing nades at you they're just going to be wasting your heels and, and cc'ing you all over the place with the different nades right so if you throw a nade on another player, I don't know how it would work. I think there's got to be a way to make it not, like, super trolly. But uh, if if there's two groups and they're both trying to hit us and one group pushes and the other group's throwing nades on us, those nades should do damage and they should be rogue. Like, they, they need to fix a nade spam. Nade spam and CC is my only problem with rogue 2.0, to be fair. Okay, fair enough. So, yeah, um, I mean, but same concept. I think... Uh, right, yeah, yeah. I think uh, there should... You shouldn't be able to just just multi-group in that sort of way. There there needs to be punishment, whether it's nades, whether it's uh, friendly fire, whether it's turrets. 
Um, and certainly you should not be able to know exactly where people are going to go. Um, there should be, you should either have to be somewhat close to the area. I mean, you should know that there's a manhunt, um, somewhere on the server, but you shouldn't see exactly where it is. Or maybe there should be more than one that you can go to so you can strategically move. And I think both of those are good. And also, yeah. sorry, go ahead. No, 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 no go ahead. So also, maybe make it so you can't conceal. I mean, you can conceal with the pulse, but you're always pinged when you're manhunt, point blank. If you're rogue or manhunt, um, you're manhunt, you're always pinged. You're, you can conceal, so if players are in range, maybe they don't see it, but if they have to stop to open their map, they can see where you're at constantly, did, I think, when you're manhunt. Did you say that when you're manhunt, you're always pinged? Pinged. Like, 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 you know, you see a little ping on your map, you know, you top left corner in your mini map, you see a little oh, red or ping. yellow dot. Oh, okay. I'm like, ping? Is Tom, that some... I'm in defeat. I'm in defeat. Tom's in a ping, guys. That's, that's some new that's shit. Good. Like, the manhunt's got, like, uh... So, because, okay, because, like, think about it, though. Think about it, though. You, your manhunt, right? And if you want to know where they're at without knowing where the station's at, that's great. Make it so they can't see the station. Make more stations, but they've got to stop running, open their map, look around, and see where you're at. You know what I mean? That gives the manhunts a chance to get further away, but it also gives the, the non-rogue agents a chance to know where they're going. You know what I mean? Right, right. Because as it is now, while you're manhunt or rogue, you're not rogue, but manhunt. You're not always on the map unless you're doing damage or taking damage, I believe. So. Okay. Uh, any other questions that you can see in chat? I'm just uh, looking at some stuff real quick. I'm not a fan of the shock turret either, uh, who, but I mean, it's in the game and people paid for it, so. Okay, Maverick. Manhunts announced only for the zone you're in. Okay. Make them scale in efficiency with skill power like every other skill. That's a good idea. That's a really good idea. So, so, so you mean like if the skill power is lower, the, the, the shock turret doesn't have the same range or it's just really spazzy same amount <laughs> it's same just, same amount like i think you might I don't target know, your teammates instead like, by mistake <laughs> <laughs> you drop one it shocks all for you and then you just get wiped no i think what he means and i've thought about this too is like low skill power less shock less chance of it hitting you or all of you you know what i mean less mm. chance of uh fear tactics is that the shock one um to proc you know what i mean yeah what's up nasty what's up incredible hook i appreciate you my dude yeah, so I, I kind of like the idea, like, if you don't have enough skill power... It... <laughs> I'm just thinking about that. <laughs> I would run no skills, bro. I would run a yellow turret or a yellow holster just so I have less electronics, and I would drop it to shock my own team all day. 50% chance of shocking your teammate if your <laughs> skill power is under 100k. Oh, my God, dude. I think that would be fucking amazing. I would run that just to fucking shock the team, bro. Fuck it, Every everything in Division time. 2, there's going to be six builds. They're all going to be shock turret builds in various <laughs> forms. That's what we're doing. Everyone runs shock. Two shock turrets a person. Yeah. All right, cool. So let's uh, let's finish up because we have been on for one hour and 54 minutes. If you guys are just tuning in, this is the Wouldn't You Know It streamcast now. It was a podcast. We turned it into a streamcast. We love you motherfuckers too much to not talk, dude. It's yeah. tooth and nail not talking back. Yeah, yeah. So we're going to be doing these once a week. We're going to be focusing on Dark Zone, Dark Zone PvP. Uh, today we had a lot of discussions about the current meta in the Dark Zone, which is obviously Striker. What we think the developers came up with <laughs> um, as far as what their adjustments are going to be, because they did mention that they've decided what the adjustments are and they're going to they're, they're in the middle of testing them. Uh, we spoke about what we think the future meta is going to be. And then we, um, we spoke about uh, face feet for a while. 
And then we open oh then we opened it up to questions. Firecrest is gonna be the meta for sure. Situational. I don't I don't buy that, dude. It would are it's it hasn't been meta yet, and there's no reason for it not to be. Uh just because Striker gets nerfed doesn't mean that Firecrest is gonna rise. Yeah. Agreed. Who is fate though? This is fate. Fate. That's fate over there. Fate, fate. hit me up on Twitter, Fate Lao. Fate Lao. All right, guys, if, if there's prediction. no more questions, are there more questions? Yeah, we'll take, like, three more serious questions, guys. Maybe one troll question, too. Fuck it. Yeah, yeah, we need at least one troll. Yeah. Can't go anywhere without where's, a troll. Where's Poggy when we need him? I know. Poggy He's going to ask him about a disco build. Poggy and his shovel. Whatever. I... <laughs> oh, he still brings up the shovel sometimes. Oh, speaking of Nacon. Okay, guys, this is my controller. I use a, I use a, a wired... Nacon. Um, Joseph with the uh, 17 gifted subs in my channel, my dude. Uh, put it put it in chat again, Ark. Um, so this is my Nacon. You were talking about Nacon. So I bought this Nacon literally. Uh, Fate thinks I bought it for Fortnite. I bought this to be able to pop a med kit without having to take my, you know, because you pop med That's kits. That's why I bought mine. You, bought, you pop med kits with this D-pad, and you have to take your finger off of this in order to pop a med kit. I bought this just to be able to pop a med kit with the button in the back. Like, I don't... I bought, I haven't I bought done, mine so I could pop my box with it right here. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't done anything else with this controller. Um, but when I play on PC... Oh, Poggy is fucking here, bro. Damn it! We 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 wished we wished him into existence. Oh fuck! Um, I do the disco. <laughs> so so um yeah, I haven't programmed anything else on this controller, um but it doesn't work on PC. It works, and then I'll be fucking running around on PC because I use a controller on PC. Fuck you guys that judge me. Um when I'm running around, all of a sudden it'll shoot up into the sky like my controls. Like, like, almost like I'm aiming up in the sky. It's so weird. And then sometimes yeah. it'll aim right down to the ground. Like, and I'm not even, and I'm not even, like, moving the stick. I think on PC it doesn't work correctly. Tom, Carp said somewhere earlier in chat, I don't know if she's still in here, maybe she can say it. It's called Windows something. It's what she uses, and it works great, and it's a free app for oh, PC. Oh, the, the, the DS4? Something like that, yeah. She mm -hmm. said that's what she uses, and she said it, it works great, so. Right. DS4 Windows, there it is. So there's a couple of questions that have been asked. Arc. Uh, I don't know if you reposted, um, your question. Firecrest Pred is the new meta. Yeah, Ark, well, just repost your question. Cal says, what are you most looking forward to in Division 2? That's a good question, man. Um, what do you think, Fate? The fucking Dark Zone, man! Yeah, yeah. The not, Dark Zone, that's it. And not, if there's not a Dark Zone, I will fucking cry, and I will bitch, and I will protest, and I will still play the game. But, the Dark Zone. Not me. Not me. I'm more looking forward to starting at scratch and learning a completely new game. Well, yeah, and but that's the same pull, like getting to be in the dark zone, getting to fight other players. You've got to work towards that. I mean, well, yeah, that's end game for me, for sure. Like it is yeah. now. Um, but I really miss like. Loot dropping and it being impactful to me. Right. Um, so I'm looking Getting forward to viable that. viable loot that you wanted. Yeah. 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 Like, oh, yo, my century backpack. I've been looking for this shit for, you know, like um, I missed that feeling. Who um, asked a question? It's not really a question. I'm going to just answer this really fast to get out of the way. Who I think there will be more than four man teams for raids. I don't think there'll be a gr uh, group of eight players running around the dark zone. No, I don't. 
But NASA asked a viable question if you want to get that. Uh, you think Dark Zone is enough in an endgame to keep people playing past the first year of Division 2? Me personally got bored of the Dark Zone fast. Most of the time I played was farming stuff I didn't have. Um, yes, uh, I think for the, again, this, Matt NASA welcome, this podcast or streamcast is dedicated to the Dark Zone and all things PvP in the Division. Um, we definitely think that they should take the game modes that they have in the first division and expand on them and improve them. Like make survival with randomized loot drops in a new setting. Um, make last stand less laggy. Um, you know, make skirmish, uh, you know, the, the optimization, the way it works in skirmish is just really weird. Like it, it maybe add some more PVP, um, maybe add some more PVP, uh, modes where people can grind for gear and then go in there for endgame or, or, or go to survival for endgame or go to yeah, um, or go to underground for endgame. Like, make that randomized uh, more than it already is with maybe Hunter AI down there with or legendary content. Or I don't know, like, if they can add more content and learn from their mistakes in the first division and improve a lot of those game modes that people don't really play that often. I think that people would, I don't think the dark zone only would keep them because you know, me and fate might go into dark zone three, four days a week, but on a Friday we might say, yo, let's, let's run through the underground and kill some legendary bots. You know, that, yeah. that randomly spawn that are randomized that you, you can't really predict where they're coming from. That would be super fun. Um, um. Yeah, I think I, I think no. I think for most of us in here, will the DZ and just base story be enough? Yeah, um, but to keep the servers busy, to keep more people coming in and out, uh, to keep it packed and full of players, like I want it to be, like how it used to be. No, uh, I I don't think the DZ will be enough unless they expand on it and they expand on it right. I think they overdid it with seven, eight, nine, but um, the DZ will be enough for the hardcore players for. The year one players for the beta players, yes. The DZ in the end game, average end game, but it, not if we want to have sustainability as far as player base goes, no. Right. So, uh, last question, Ark. Um, if you push people into the dark zone, what length of time do you think is adequate to earn specific loot? If you push people into the DZ, what length of time do you think is adequate to earn specific loot for Division 2? Uh, Nomad, Incredible Hulk. Easy, easily Nomad. Best solo Nomad. A lot of people will want Nomad, and a lot of people will run Pred, but I think the best solo build will be Nomad. Nomad, yeah. I'm not going to lie. My favorite solo build, even still, is Nomad. It, even, even with Striker Man, it is. Um, um, let me answer this question. question. Um, yep. All right, so, Ark, it really depends on what you're talking about right if you're talking about like my idea of incentivizing um players to go into the dark zone to get loot i think it should be a little bit grindy i think if they can go in there for five minutes and 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 get that specific loot that's in the dark zone or that cosmetic or whatever it is they're not going to go back to the dark zone i think it needs to i think it needs to be in there um it needs to be a little bit grindy for them and they they need to, you know, I don't know, it needs to incentivize players to say, you know what, I really want this, this, this item, even if it's like a lightweight M4 
with a special name like somebody mentioned from the secret missions like a jtf lightweight m4 that maybe has extra you know you know how a m4 comes with 24 percent enemy armor damage maybe it has 25 or 26 something some something small improvement like that um, or even like the warlord with the incursion you know like how you had to farm yeah i was lost for that yeah i think it's a good idea yeah it needs to it needs to you need to incentivize people Ex- exclusive gear drops for different pvp modes I'm, I'm not against that as long as it's not it's not overpowered gear it could even be slightly like it could even be slight improvements pveers love to min max man you know what i'm saying pveers love to min max could you imagine if you had i'm gonna just use because we've been talking about striker all day today Wait, right did we did we answer arc's question yeah Are yeah we no his... we're, we're on his question okay okay um uh, let's talk. We've been talking about Striker. Um, uh, two piece Striker gives you what? Um, stability, right? You get, uh, what is it, 25% stability on two piece Striker? Uh, something is, like that. Is that is that correct? Twenty five percent stability. Between Fifteen and twenty five. Honestly, can't remember. What if what if you what if you went into the dark zone and got a special a special Striker piece that was locked behind the ninetieth um, level in the dark zone that gave you instead of twenty five gave you twenty seven. Even that small incremental increase, the PVEers <laughs> would go in there. Uh, Div made us PvPers grind hard as hell in the light zone for gear. Why should we care about PvEers? Because we are the minority, Eve, and like in any business, you need to take care of the majority. If the other 90% of the player base that are PvEers did not play the game, they wouldn't even have servers right now. Exactly. If uh, if it wasn't for the hardcore PvEers, and I'm not calling Maverick a hardcore PvEer, but she... Did her she, stats last night in stream, hardcore. and she has Tom. She has two hundred and seventy-two thousand seven hundred and eighty-four, I believe, kills in game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I saw that. That's fucking insane. Yeah. I so if it wasn't for people like her that are hardcore, if it wasn't for these heavy PVE players, the casual PVE players, the casual PVE PVP guys that sometimes go in the DZ and fight and get killed or fight and get wrecked or or whatever, um, there would be no division right now. There would be no DZ. There would be no. Uh, wouldn't you know it, Streamcast. Uh, there would be no Tom uh, fucking referencing me having some strange foot fetish that I don't actually have every 15 minutes, you know? It wouldn't be happening. So, All right, so back to Ark's question. Ark, um, I feel like there needs to be some incentive to go into the dark zone for PVEers. Um, it should be somewhat grindy, a little bit grindy. Um, you know, it needs to take some time. Like I said, it could even be small incremental improvements over current gear or current stats that a PVEer who's looking to like really grind is going to actually take that risk and go into dark zone. Why else would they go in there? What other purpose would they go into the dark zone if they're not going to get something that they want? So, yeah, but you're in again, Eve, you're in the 10%. If you didn't play this game, 80% of the player base would play it and the game would live on. If we stopped playing it, the game would live on. If they, if they stopped playing it, it wouldn't. Yeah, it wouldn't. exactly. They exactly. wouldn't keep the game going for 500 people. They wouldn't. That's why they removed diff tech boxes from Westside Pier to push PvE agents in the DZ so PvP agents can kill players. 
All right, guys. Uh, <laughs> listen, today has been amazing. It went way better than I thought. Way better than um, I thought. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, for sure. It was a it was a good conversation with you, man. We can do this next week. Um, yeah, yeah. We you, we're gonna catch you guys on. Um, we're gonna catch you guys on uh, on Fate's channel. Um, you should uh, definitely follow. Uh, join the Discord. Follow me on Twitter. You see, twi uh, Fate's Twitter actually does not have an underscore at the end. It's at Fate from Fiction. Follow him on Twitter. We're always on there talking shit. Um, let us know if you need anything. Shout out to Joseph. Um, give everybody give shoes, shoes, you greedy bastard. Um, now take them all away. Now take them all away. You won't. You won't. Yeah, yeah. Remove all <laughs> shoes. Um, we're, we're we're going somewhere. We're gonna we're gonna we're gonna go uh, we're gonna go raid uh, Mako's Buck. He's streaming at the top of the division directory where he always is. We're gonna go show him some Tom Cruise mom shoes love. Um, hey guys, thank you so much. That was fucking dope. I will see you guys. Time. I'll see you guys tomorrow. Fate, you're streaming tomorrow. Uh, quick, might, quick, might, quick, might, quick. Yeah. It's raiding, it's raiding. Yeah, yes, I, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I probably will, yeah. Remember, guys, I am not Rick Velasky, neither is this ugly motherfucker sitting next to you, but this was What Do You Know It. Yes, that was perfect, dude. Uh, dude, we killed it, bro. That was great.